someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. third and out you know what i mean you know what that means third and out third and out third and out third and out mo come on no three batters up three up three down all right moving right along hello there good afternoon everybody welcome it is the start of the phillips file this one for thursday well you got in the sports world so you're close enough yeah you're you're at the stove uh, you just have a burner on you what sport is it football third down and out, so they didn't get the fourth down, which means they didn't get the first down, which means goodbye, they, they turn over the ball. Yeah, we'll give it to you. All right, fine. There we go. It's the beginning of the Phillips File. This one for Thursday, April 26th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, let's do that. Let's talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine We'll find other things to discuss. We always do. It's a Thursday, very busy on the Phillips File. Phillips File, of course, is the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. That's one way to do it. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. We ask that you check that out. Follow me on Twitter, at RealJim, and send us a text on anything at any time. We will look at it, review it, read it. Decide whether we would like to use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Mr. Pinkman filling in for Jack. Jack will be back with us on Monday. And Mr. Fritz is helping us out as well. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo. That bonus round of closest to the pin, mm-hmm. your opportunity to win that You Matter business card that would guarantee you good fortune for the rest of your life. We'll talk some sports with Pat Clark today. He handles sports over at Channel 2 in Orlando. So we'll talk to him later in the uh, later in the uh, day. Regular round of closest to the pin. We'll talk to Dirty Jim today, see what he has on tap for tomorrow. It's the Jim Colbert Show between the hours of 3 and 7 Fridays on Real Radio. So you want to win it with no Eddie the Shaman today. Eddie's got the day off. His son is picking up a nice little award, and of course, if you're a parent, uh, you got to go and attend these things. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about the success of this program. (laughs) We'll get by. We'll do okay. When it comes to your kids getting awards, yeah, just don't worry about us at all. It's okay. I understand. Totally get it. Every little tchotchke that your kid picks up, parents got to be there to see it, record it, and applaud it. So don't you worry your little head about uh, whether we uh, whether we fail. So anyway, so you'll want to win up with uh, Fritz and Mr. Uh, Pinkman as your lifelines. And uh, we might even throw some music in there here and there in the last hour. We'll see what's going on. 
kind of like a variety program around here. First things first, before we get to Bill Cosby and uh, the president today losing it on Fox and Friends mm. and a story about axe throwing in Orlando. Uh, congratulations to Kim Montez. Kim Montez, who you've heard us talk about all the time <clears throat> on uh, on this program over the years. Kim Montez is the PIO, that stands for Public Information Officer, for the Florida Highway Patrol in Central Florida. You, you know, you watch television, local television news, you know who I'm talking about. Because mm-hmm. she's out there and she's got her FHB uniform on and she's got that smoky, smoky bear hat. Mm-hmm. And Kim Montez... Who I, who I happen to believe, and I've been in this business for a very long time. Now, when I first started out, there was no such thing as a PIO, a public information officer. Then government agencies got the bright idea that instead of sending out the bigwigs, they'd put somebody who's a specialist to, uh, to be the go-between between a particular agency and, and the news media. And that's what a public information officer is. Right. Many of them are clueless. I mean, many of them are... Uh, are they're just not very good. Oh, well, that's true. Kim Montez is the best PIO I have ever seen or heard. She's absolutely terrific at her job. And uh, if anybody ever has the idea, you know, they've been in the news business for a while. Many news people go into that line of work, you know, after their contracts are not renewed, especially television people. And, uh, you know, take a couple of hints from Kim Montez. If you want to find out how it's to be done, the reason I bring up Kim Montez is Kim Montez has been promoted to lieutenant. She was a sergeant with the Florida Highway Patrol for years, and now she's been promoted to lieutenant. And we would just like to say hats off and a big salute and a pat on the back to job well done. Mm. Mm. We always refer to her as Brigadier General or, you know, Commander. We give her her some high ranking, you know, some high rank. But in fact, she has been promoted from sergeant to. Lieutenant, that's good because they her. were listening to us. And congratulations, a Mazel Tov, job well done. Indeed. Let's see what else do we have. Well, Bill Cosby found guilty. A lot of things damn just it. happened. Pay you up, owe me a dollar. I, I should rephrase. I don't mean damn it, he's been found guilty. I mean damn it, I lost a dollar. Bill Cosby guilty on all three counts in indecent assault trial. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jury uh, found the TV icon guilty of all three counts of aggravated indecent assault. Essentially, it's sexual assault, but they just term it a different way in Pennsylvania. Found him uh, guilty today for drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constan in Philadelphia in 2004. Cosby now faces up to 80 years in prison on each count, but would likely serve them concurrently, which means at the same time. So if he goes away for 10 years, comes out at 90. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe he'll be out on good behavior. From what I hear, I don't have all the information, but from what I heard from the news junkie, apparently he yelled at the prosecutor because the prosecutor was arguing before the judge that bond ought to be set, whether Mr. Cosby ought to be held until sentencing. Mm -hmm. And so from what I understand, Bill Cosby yelled at the prosecutor, called him a butthole, but a little bit stronger language than that. Uh oh. <laughs> and uh, so he's free until sentencing. And I don't know when sentencing is. Usually that's within 30 days. And um, maybe a little bit longer in his case. But, and then boom, I guess, I guess lawyers, his lawyers could argue because they'll say, well, we're going to, we're going to file an appeal. And we were asking, I would imagine they would ask the judge to release their client on bond. While his case is on appeal, 
I just don't think that's going to happen in this day and age and everything that's going on appropriately, of course, with the Me Too movement and, um, you know, finally, especially men trying to get their heads squared on straight as it relates to sexual assault. I think maybe somewhere along the line we say, yeah, I don't think so, Bill. Yeah, you're going to have to go into, you know, you have to go, you're going to have to go into lockup. Yep. And go to your fancy racquetball prison. I don't know. I don't know how fancy it might be, but you're 80 years old. But still, you're guilty of uh, very, very, very serious uh, charges. Right. President of the United States, Donald Trump, was on Fox and Friends this morning for about 30 minutes, losing it. With a stream of consciousness kind of screaming <laughs> at the hosts. If you had, get an opportunity, you can go to YouTube and you can, you can watch the whole clip. But watch, uh, you know, Ducey and Kilmaid, and I can't remember the, the woman's name. You know, they sit on this couch. And just watch them because they wanted to talk. You know, the president of the United States calls in, and I guess they had it in their mind that they wanted to talk to the president about Kanye West. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, Trump starts just unloading. It's, it's the stream of consciousness. And what I mean, number one, he finally admits that Michael Cohen was his attorney and used Michael Cohen in the Stormy Daniels case. Yeah, he did. So I'm sure White House uh, people are going, what the hell? What are we, you know, what? They're running around with their hair on fire over there. And uh, Avenatti, you know, the uh, the attorney for Stormy Daniels, he's just licking his lips like, oh, boy, it doesn't get much better than this. And everybody's, but watch, watch the three hosts for Fox and Friends. They're doing everything in their power to end the, you know, Fox, uh, Fox, uh, Fox News, especially the Fox and Friends and these uh, these so-called programs at night, it, it's essentially a state TV. All they do, they, you know, they, it's it's propaganda TV for the uh, for the Trump administration. But watch Fox and Friends do everything that they can. You can actually see who is that? Brian Kilmaid is that Kilmaid? The dark one on the right. Yeah, yeah. You can see him. Oh, a shame. You can see him. You you can tell it's so obvious that the that his producer is, is yelling at him in his earpiece. Cut it off. Get out of this, it. stop it, get him to wrap it up, and he will. the president will not stop. He doesn't breathe, even. Because he, you can see Kilmaid, or whatever his <laughs> name is, you know, kind of twist his head. You know, he's trying to send a signal to Ducey, and Coach Ducey's just, you know, his eyes are kind of spinning around. <clears throat> and uh, and and you can hear Kilmeade or Kilmeade. Well, I, can't, I don't know his name. I don't watch that crap. But you can see him, except on YouTube when I need to. And you can see him say something. Yeah, okay. He's essentially talking, talking to, to himself, producer. but he's talking to the producer. Right. But, he, you know, he forgets that he's on the air while Trump is just... He's almost screaming. He's losing his voice. It's getting all he's, scratchy. He's shouting He's going here. The he's phone. going there. All he's up it. and down. He's flying high. He's flying low. About Hillary's emails. Out. He's going back <laughs> 10 years of, of what he thinks are offenses <laughs> so, against him. But essentially oh, what he yeah, did, because, wow. you know, Michael Cohen, of course, uh, announced yesterday that he will plead the fifth. Oh, yeah. And then uh, the president of the United States today essentially saying, well, yeah, he was uh, he represented me in the Stormy Daniels uh, case. And it wasn't the president of the United States that who said over and over and over and over and over and over and over again on the campaign trail that only mobsters and guilty people take a uh, take the fifth. Yes, I think he did. Jim. I think they say he said it over and over and over and over and over. Yes, indeed. Over and over again. The news is next with Mo. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. 
Hey, don't forget Orlando City takes on Colorado this Sunday. Real radio coverage starts at 3.30. Time for the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the la-di-da is brought to you today by Fox 35, the news station for bigger, bolder, better news coverage. Watch Fox 35 News at 10 with Charles Billy and Luann Sorrell right after your favorite Fox primetime shows only on Fox 35, the news station. Nice. <laughs> the jury... <laughs> Uh, came back with a guilty verdict on all three counts against comedian Bill Cosby today. Wow. And then he had quite the outburst in court. Uh, The district attorney (coughs) argued that his bail should be revoked because he said Cosby might flee anywhere in the world. He's got a private plane and no dollar amount would be able to ensure his appearance in court. Did he put down his cane and guide dog when he yelled at the prosecutor? Uh, No. (laughs) So after he said he has a private plane, uh, Cosby apparently lost it and said, he doesn't have a private plane, you a-hole. Oh, he called the prosecutor. That's a great way. Well, that's a great. (laughs) And he's referring to he in the third part, meaning I don't have a private plane, you blank hole. Oh, he showed that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. Good job, Bill Cosby. Guilty of all three counts of aggravated indecent assault for drugging and sexually assaulting Andrew Constand. In a Philadelphia suburb in 2004. Just now, proves my point. You never know about people. You don't know yeah, anything about free- anybody. Mm-mm. You just don't. I mean. He's 80 years old. He could face 10 years on each count. That's 30 years. But they're going to serve them concurrently, which means the most he would serve is 10 years and probably. Even mm, when somebody you think, you know, you behavior. see them on TV or whatever. Seems they're like just, a nice they're guy. big uh, a-holes. Sure. And then you find out they're just. You know, behind the scenes, off the, whatever it yeah, is, they're, they're just nice jerk. people. They do great work. Sure. You know, they do plenty of, you know, just nice stuff. You know, and Bill sweet. Cosby's defense team, Jim, said that the um, sex was consensual. They also said that she was a gold digger uh, and uh, this kind of thing. And um, this guilty verdict is a remarkable turn of events. First trial ended in a hung jury, a mistrial, wow, if you will. Bill Cosby. But he was known as America's dad. He was. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Bill, uh, you know, that's right. You know, just mm-hmm. keeps on turning. Proud uh, Mary, keep on burning. You know oh, who yeah. else is out on bond? Those rolling, two UCF. Rolling. Those, rolling. Rolling on the river. Rolling on the river. I know. All right, a river. Both UCF students are also out on bond, accused of raping a woman at an off-campus frat party. They both bailed out, bonded out. So one of them crying, <laughs> babbling, you know, just I know. carrying on. Mm-hmm. Investigators say the incident happened. Court appearance. Uh... Last Friday at a house rented by members of Alpha Tau Omega, ATO. I've never been in any trouble in my whole life. One was 26 years old. One was 20. Apparently, according to reports, they took turns having sex with the victim while she was blacked out from drinking vodka. Anybody talk to anybody? I mean, maybe not. Maybe you're so young and stupid. Mm Mm-hmm. You you just don't know anything. I mean, I've been young and stupid, and I've never felt rapey. Oh, if that makes well, I've been difference. young and stupid. I never, yeah, well, exactly. I never, 
thought about taking advantage of a girl no, in a drug ne- state? Good no. God, no. Yeah, of course. Never. No. No. Of course not. No, it sounded like you. Oh, no, you said like, yeah, of course. Mm, yeah, of course. Who, me? None of you. Well, uh, talk no- to me. Oh, don't. <laughs> My parents raised a good boy. Yeah. Now I'm confused. <laughs> I don't know what she's intimating. She kind of I, I, intimated right. like, yeah, sure. Okay, guys. Yeah. Given the opportunity. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Mo. You'd get a little rapey, wouldn't you? Rapey? That's not a word, rapey. Sometimes when Fritz is out of the room, she's like, he seems rapey today. That's not a word I've ever used mm. before today. Mm. Is that true, Mo? No. A statewide manhunt continues for an armed and dangerous man responsible for some carjackings here in Central Florida and over in Tampa. The FHP says the guy first stole a car in Orlando, drove on I-4 to Polk County, led deputies on a pursuit over into Hillsborough County. Jeez. After firing shots, he was last seen driving a 2002 Green Ford pickup truck. I've got the Florida tag, but you don't need to know it. I'm just telling you the guy's still on the loose. Um, I will also tell you that up in Ocala, at least four more sinkholes are being investigated up there today. That was running dry up there. Residents of several nearby homes were forced to evacuate yesterday. The villages, they're sucking all the water out of the uh, ground. That could be. Yeah, with their square I don't know dancing. if that's true. I just said that. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, engineers are looking now water. a little bit closer. Well, I think, you know, as you have more and more development, more and more water is sucked out of the aquifer. There's no, there's no question about that. In this case, Jim, they think it may, these four sinkholes may yeah. be related to, to a water main break oh. so you know it was flowing fine all of a sudden the water started shooting out how's your well doing uh i had to get a new pump a well pump yesterday have any concerns about going to, eh, you're pretty close to a major water source you know? that's right i mean were, that what were you able to shower today today yes finally thank god Did you go to the y no i didn't go to the y <laughs> i went home i, I went home uh, civil rights leaders are in Tallahassee today marching on the state capitol in Tallahassee to support the restoration of voting rights for former felons. The Reverend Al Sharpton yeah. is joining in this march, according, you know, on the steps of the capitol building. Uh, they rallied about noon, but there's still a lot of uh, stuff going on. No, no, you pay your debt to society for crying out loud, and then you got to get down on your hands and knees and just about, uh, you know, give the governor a to get your civil rights back, your voting uh, privileges back. It takes forever. Other states, they say, well, you serve your time, and uh, okay, you well, get you get some you, of these things right. to, back because, you know, you paid your debt to society, not in Florida. Keep your eyes open because it's on the November ballot. What's that? Oh, okay. Uh, which would set up a system to automatically restore the rights of former felons after they've paid their debt to well, society. Well, Republicans who are uh, so anymore. concerned about it because they think most of these felons would vote Democratic. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they figured that one out. Let me take a little break. Bo's got more news, birthdays, the food, the bonus round of closest to the pin at four. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. For yourself for that bonus round of closest to the pin in less than 25 minutes. Back to the news, the birthdays, the food. Here's Mo. Uh, we'll start with the food. Today oh, yeah. is April 26th. There you go. 2018. Today is National Pretzel Day. Now, whether they are small pretzels, pretzel sticks, the twisty pretzels, or pretzel rods, how about a soft pretzel? All good. Pretzel, pretzel, pretzel. There's a lot of different options. Dip it in mustard, dip, cover it with cheese. I don't care. You know, if I never had another pretzel. Chocolate pretzel, always a good time. If I never had another pretzel, I I could live my life satisfactorily. I like a pretzel, you know, but I don't yearn for them. Pretzels lie. In dip. What? You I, lie. I no. do not yearn if for pretzels. Said, I have no urge for a pretzel. <laughs> as soon they as they dead. say you can never, never have, have a pretzel. I never have an urge for a pretzel. As soon as they say never have a pretzel, you'll be jonesing for a pretzel. No, not really. Today, not... like if you put in ranch, de- dra- uh, like dip or a French onion dip, 
a pretzel. It holds up under all the, you know, Jeez. goo. Yeah, if so. anything, you know, it, it kind of serves as a conduit for different condiments. Salt. Would you rather potato chips conduit. or pretzels? Yeah. Potato, potato chips or pretzels? Chips. Potato chips or pretzels? Probably potato chips. Chips all okay. day. Thank you. All right. Okay. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Let me. I like to catch you up on the weekend because we're not <laughs> together on Fridays anymore. So I will tell you that tomorrow, prime rib day. Mm, prime rib beef. Mm. That's good. That's a good time. Now Saturday is blueberry pie day. Until you see how it's made. Uh, it's okay. I believe that steak falls off a tree, so I'm not going to worry about that. What? Um, blueberry Pie Day is Saturday, and Sunday is Shrimp Scampi Day. Now you're talking. Ooh, no. yeah. oh, That's right a good easy to make, too. Shrimp Scampi of good time. Yeah. Uh, did you know there was a 17-car pile-up on the the beach line? Is that the four, 520? No, 528. Well, they have oh, no, smoke. 520. That's that one over to the beach. That's the other one that's sort of a dangerous whatever. There was a 17-car pile-up, rush hour in the morning, Coming to and from what? Cocoa, I guess, would what be right. It? They fog think smoke. fog smoke. Yeah. yeah. It'll do it. Fog or smog or smoke and fog. They call now fog smoke. Yeah. It's, yeah. And yeah. It's smoke from a brush fire and then mixing it up with a little bit mm-hmm. of fog. And they fog shut smoke. down the 520 in both directions, six o'clock on, 17 cars. Kaboom, every which way. Oh, Had to take scary. some people to the hospital. But I just, it's open now, but it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. To wake up to that, no good. Is that uh, the one that takes you over to Coco? Yes. That's the yeah. one. They used to call it, you know, Blood Road or something. It was never up. good. It's four it lanes was... now, isn't it? Yeah, but they sort of have this weird third lane where you could sort of, at different sections, you can kind of go around, but I don't know. Used to be two lanes, you're right. And then All you right, had to... it's okay. I'm, ah. I have no intention of being on I'm not on going there. Thank you. Soon. Me either. Tonight, the NFL draft gets underway for 2018. The first round is in Arlington, Texas. How many going to watch? How many here are going to watch that? Gonna, how many here are going to keep your eye on the NFL draft tonight? Oh, huh? uh, That would be none of us. Well, you know, I've got trivia tonight, so I'm sure I will be looking at it at some point. Nah, I don't think so. How the many Tam- are interested? Not me. That would be nobody. The Tampa you ba- are? You're really interested? A little bit. I want to know if Shaquem Griffin's getting into Wait, the NFL. Wait, are you in a fantasy league? I will be once the season starts. Yeah, well, at least four of them. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't that's care. That's what for I football. did this past. Oh season. my god! I won money. I win money every year. <laughs> that's too much maintenance. That's Fritz a lot. Is a of baseball t- freak. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't care for it. Listen, I just don't like the head. The head stuff. The Tampa Bay Bucks have the number seven pick in the draft. The Dolphins will choose eleventh. Uh, and after coming within <laughs> a game of going to the Super Bowl, the Jacksonville Jaguars will get the 29th choice. Uh, if have you ever heard of this day? You know, I know there's a gun turn-in day, but there's also a medicine turn-in day. Yeah, sure. Yep. Uh, it's this coming weekend. The Drug Administration is hosting a drug take-back day oh, yeah? this coming Saturday. The DEA special agent for Florida says prescription medicines are among the most abused drugs yeah. because they are readily available in your home. Don't flush that stuff down the drain. Well, down, that's what down I, do. The toilet. Yeah, I do. Well, you shouldn't do that. That gets into the water I used supply. to do it. I don't do it anymore. I don't have anything. But anyway, I'm just saying. Well, would you do it if you had anything? Mm. Don't do that. No, you it's know, like pouring motor oil in the grass. I take stuff even if it's years old. You know, and everyone's oh, you can't take it. It's bad for you know. It like it like loses its potency. No, and stuff. I take it anyway. Efficacy. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't buy that. Uh, what? Maybe after twenty twenty five years, but a couple of years, you got a bottle of something. It's not going bad. I had a I muscle know. relaxant, you know, or something. I hurt my knee. I don't know what. And I you know, the other day, I thought, oh, you know, my back was really hurt, and I thought. 
I don't think this is good anymore. And of course, you know, you know who says, "Oh no, throw that out! It's already expired." Well, if the Wolf Wolf on mm-hmm. Wall Street movie has taught me anything, Jim, is that twenty five years later, quaaludes still work. They just take and a little they longer. Are strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, what they say is check with local law enforcement, find out how and where to dispose of expired or un- unused prescriptions. Okay. Uh, there are one hundred fifty drop off sites in Florida. There's apt to be something near you now. I don't believe that the president was on any kind of medication, but boy, oh boy, he sounded like he was ramped up this morning when he called into Fox and Friends. <laughs> now, they finally stopped him from calling in just willy-nilly. Somebody was stopping him. But today, he went on a tear. He ran down the hallway in the... In his bathrobe? Yeah. Oh, you know, boy. with his cell phone, and locked himself in a closet someplace. Or maybe he was in the can. I don't know where he called was. Steve Ducey. But Yeah, really. That's what he just said to, you know, Siri, call Steve Ducey. I don't know, but all I know is he was almost shouting through that phone yeah. about one grievance after another and just bazoo. He's losing it on the morning show. He knows sooner, you know. What In this story, do? that just I'm, clank, just yeah. just resign, say, look, you know, they came after me. I drained, you know, I did this. I made some great accomplishments. I shook them oh, up. That was crazy. my intention, and yeah. you know, he I'll went bet cra- you right now he went chicken. He's not crazy running chicken. for. He's not going for a second term. He thinks he's the best thing going, though. You ask him, you know, in a quiet moment, he thinks he is the best president ever. But he did say that Michael Cohen, whose office, home, and hotel room were raided a couple of weeks back by yeah. the FBI and all right. that. He said, Yo, if there's any problem with you know, Stormy Daniels, I'm not even sure who that is. You'll have to ask Michael Cohen. Today he admitted. That's what he said. They, t- they told Mike, that to reporters on Air Force One. That's right. Now, I don't know anything about it. Ask Michael Mike, Cohen. Ask Michael. Today, he said, Michael was my attorney with that stupid Stormy Daniels thing. <laughs> so who paid her 130 pal? You or him? Or we know it came from his home equity line. Anyway, it was it was wild. It was bizarre. I, really? I mean, I saw the quote. And then, I mean, I saw the clip of it. You know, they showed pieces of it on CNN and other channels. And, and I'm telling you. Well, you're sitting there thinking, well, I'm an American citizen. And this is the leader of the free world. This is the guy in the he White House. He is crazed. You could hear him, like, like spinning. He will at- leave me alone. Oh, it was really, it was very upset. <laughs> he doesn't sound like John Travolta. Loser. Oh, boy. Uh, Mike Pompeo is now our nation's new Secretary of State, Jim. Yep. yep. They confirmed Yay. him today. Republicans and a few Democrats threw their hats with Pompeo. Yep. Uh, yeah. He was the uh, National Security, or what was he? CIA. CIA. He was CIA before. Uh, he's a former Republican congressman from Kansas. Some of his opinions about things are just wackadoo, but he is now our nation's secretary of state, replacing fired Rex Tillerson, who found out he was fired on Twitter. Just saying. Now, Scott Pruitt, he's another cabinet member that's always in the hot sauce here, in the hot soup. Uh, he. Hot soup. I don't know. He's in the soup. He's in the hot seat. He's in the hot seat. He's in the hot soup. No, he's, he's in, in the, the soup. hot soup. He's in the hot soup. Like hot and sour. I don't know what it is. But all I'm saying is this Scott Pruitt. I've never heard anybody be in a hot soup. I sort of mixed up. He's in the soup and he's in the hot seat. And right, I got you. Hot I soup. get it now. Uh, in, he was in the hot seat before Congress today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really but then I thought he was in the soup. Yeah, the congressional and, hot soup. Yeah, he was in the soup. Well, anyway, it turns out that there are misconduct claims about this guy. He built some jillion dollar private phone booth and never got approval for that expense. But. He now calls those claims against him.
distortions and half-truths. Yeah, it's all a conspiracy. These guys yeah. are always whining about con- some conspiracy. They're always after me. He says he's... I'm carrying out yeah. the president's policies, and his people don't like the policies who are conspiring <laughs> against me. A little paranoid, maybe. Cuckoo. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that has like a 27-member security detail. He wanted to, to run to the dinner. he wanted to run the lights on his on his woo, suburban woo, woo, when he woo, went woo, out woo. to dinner. Yeah, get out of cool here. Oh boy, he's got a bigger security the staff than the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ay ay ay. Well, anyway, he was testifying today on Capitol Hill, and even Republicans were saying, "What are you doing, spending this money he's without?" Gone. A... It's like, oh my, he'll word. be gone. Okay. Well, don't we have a bet on Pruitt? Yep. I Probably. think you have a date. Fourth of July? No, I think it's the 15th Ooh, next of June. Month? Oh. It's, it's earlier than that. But only next month? Mm. He's not He's he's not going to be around. I found the one that says General Kelly is out by Labor Day. Uh, no, I'll stick with that one. Uh, well, you don't have a choice, really, well, I know, do you? but I mean that. Uh, you say that Trump will not end up meeting with Kim Jong-un. That's coming up. Ew. I know. You say oh that boy. Gina Haskells will not be confirmed as CIA. You say no. She'll be confirmed. Well, Pinky, you'll get another dollar then. Okay. All right. Well, the... whatever. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Pay up, Pinkman. You lost no, the Bill Cosby. No, it's your bet. I never bet. No, you said you would pay for this for No, me. I sure didn't. Yeah, Jeb did. Bush says his father, Poppy Bush, 41. How's he doing? Is stronger than an ox. He may be home by tomorrow. Oh, good. Yep. Uh, that's the good news. His dad had sepsis or something. He got something. Got a blood infection uh, of some sort. Yep, it was. He got a blood infection. It was flirting with sepsis there for a minute. But doctors say they are very pleased with his progress at 93 years old. Kinahara, he is getting out. He was hospitalized one day after they buried Barbara Bush. It's a lot of stress. Oh, I bet that's absolutely right. Um, you've been married that long. Do you remember? You know, the one of your dreams. That's right. They were, mm-hmm. That was a love story, like, beyond. I, I was so moved and touched. I watched that funeral from beginning to end. Uh, and it was, whew. I was so moved and touched by a lot of it. I was I was brought to tears several times. Uh, I, I listened to every word of every eulogy, and it, the pomp and circumstance of that service and the liturgy, all of it moved me, you know? And mm. I might not have agreed with one damn thing they did in the White House. but the Poppy? Oh, but he was a statesman. You know, he, he sort of he understood sir, the he, institution. He was involved in public service for the United States of America, right. whether he was a, a torpedo bomber pilot in World War II. Impressive history. CIA, yes. Yes. Secretary of State, oh all the God. vice president, president. Come on now. Head of uh, CIA, too. Didn't you just say that? I think I did. Oh, I'm sorry. He was head of CIA. Stop <laughs> it. Yep. Well. He was a congressman. I mean, he I devoted agree. his life to public service. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Oh, I think you have a bet yeah, on this welcome. one, too. What's that? If we can come a little bit closer to home, after the Parkland shooting, Uh-oh. they really said nasty things about the way some deputies responded to the crisis. Right. And then, of course, they pointed their finger at the Broward County Sheriff, Scott Israel. Right. And you said yeah. he's going to be out, and Pinkman's, I don't know, I have to look back at it, but you have a bet on Scott Israel being in or out. By but when? today, the union down there, the police union, no took a no-confidence vote, no confidence vote yeah. on Broward County Sheriff <laughs> Scott Israel. They are expected to announce the results of that <laughs> this very afternoon. The vote by members of the Sheriff's Office Deputies Association began last Friday. It ends today. The union says it was prompted by concerns about Sheriff Israel's leadership and policies and his handling of the 
Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. Israel has called the vote an attempt by the union to extort a pay raise. Like, leave me alone. I'll give you money kind of thing. He said, that's what they want. Mm. They don't really care about kicking me out. They just want more money. So this is how they're doing it. Throw me under the bus. Do you remember the Menendez brothers? These two young guys, yeah. Lyle and somebody Shot else. their parents to death. Eric Menendez. California case. That's right. And it was, I mean, it was the stuff of... Um, not documentaries, but like tabloid shows and all of this kind they of stuff. They were abused. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and they killed their parents in cold blood. Yeah, I shot them to death. Yeah, yeah. Well, the two young men, the shooters, have after, it's been 22 years ago this happened. That for me was, first of all, shocking. Second of all, I didn't realize that Lyle and Eric are in two different prisons. Well, now, within the last day or so, they have now been moved. One of them was moved to the prison where the other brother is, and they got to see each other. For the first time since the trial, 22 years ago, when they were split up and went to two different places. In 1996, they were found guilty of murdering their parents inside their Beverly Hills mansion. Bro, it's mansion. so good to see you. Yeah. Well, God, the last time them, I saw you is when we, you know, they were actually pulled even, the trigger on that shotgun and blew our parents' brains to bits. Even oh, In man, the Beverly shotgun. Hills mansion. These were rich kids and Beverly Hills <laughs> yeah. kids. But anyway. I think they were abused. They say that they weren't even allowed to speak on the phone. All this time later, right? Uh, Lyle was transferred, though, to the same facility as his brother was at earlier this month. In an interview, Lyle told reporters that he broke down crying when they reunited as he was unaware that this moment would ever happen in his natural life. We're paying attention to them for what reason? I don't know, but I'm... I'm Because <laughs> they I, cried. How about the serial killer that they caught? Oh, that's amazing, isn't Whoa. it? The Golden State Killer, Jeez. and they're already looking to make a movie. And it was what's his uh, what's his name's uh, oh, late wife? Well. Yeah, well, or yeah, she wrote think, the book. What? Yeah. She wrote a book, and they think yeah. many of the things she had in the book uh, led to the arrest of this individual. No kidding. Yes, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. True crime writer. What? Not who? Who's she? Was Pat- a true Pat Oswald's wife yeah. who died of cancer what, <laughs> a couple of years ago, a few years ago. No, she died in her sleep. I think. Well, I don't. Well, I don't know how she died, but well, when? She I died. thought she had cancer. Uh, I can look it up. Well, you don't have to sound so disappointed about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was sick, and she may may well have died in her sleep. I don't think it was sudden. I think she was ill. Yeah. Anyway, so she had written this book. I don't know whether she had completed it, whether somebody else picked it up and worked on it, and they tracked down this this guy. Mm-hmm. Got a DNA match. I bet you could make some money. Cop. Oh. Mm-hmm. Former cop. That, oh, really? Yeah, like 45 rapes and how many murders? And she's mm. come so on. Many. Yeah. You know how many people at that time in the 80s, you know, they would open the door, somebody flashed their cop's badge at them? Mm-hmm. That's scary. Yeah, you're not coming out unless you have a warrant. Did you know the Ford Motor Company is really going to stop making cars? I do. That well, was... It- they're going to stop making sedans. That's right. They're going to have trucks, SUVs, utility vehicles, those kind of things still. That's the most popular stuff on the lot. Yeah. They're going to have some kind of new Ford Focus, and they're going to have the Mustang, and that's it. No more yeah. Taurus. Nope. They're, uh, you name a, a car. No more Ford Escort. No. No, that's done. Uh-uh-uh. No, finished. Finito. Yeah. Huh. No Ford. Well, I mean, you can still get an Escape or an Expedition or the bigger, you know, the, the truck cars, but no, you can't get a truck car. cars. You can't get a car car. Can't get a sedan. You can't get an SUV car, but you can't get a car car. Can't like, get a four-door. Right. 
And you get a Mustang. I guess that's a four door or maybe a two door. Some I don't of know. Them a two are. door. There's no four door Mustang. There's not. No. Oh. There... God, that would be terrible. Why? A four door Mustang. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Then you have the option to put kids in it. Lame. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> Never put a car seat in a Mustang. Seriously? No. Oh, come on. It ruins it. Jeez. De- depreciates tenfold. Changes the smell. <laughs> no. The parents of Otto Warmbier, the kid who was found in North Korea, he went over the border, uh-huh. you know, with a group, and then they brought him back, and he was really sick, and uh, God only knows what they did to him over in North Korea, but he passed away shortly thereafter. Right. The family of Otto Warmbier have filed a lawsuit alleging that North Korea violated international law, and this may really screw things up for the talks with uh, Trump and Kim Jong-un. They, they're now questioning the timing of this uh, because right. he was held in brutal conditions for a year and a half, and they're suing now. Kim might have to give a deposition. They're saying North Korea violated international law. <laughs> And died soon after, of course, him returning to the United States. But they think this lawsuit now, filing when it did, could have large implications for U.S. diplomatic efforts as the Trumpster prepares to negotiate with that crackpot, Kim Jong-un. He's an honorable person. That's what the president just said. That's another thing. He's honorable. Now, that's another thing. How dare he say that? You know, just because, uh, you know, he executed his his uncle with with, uh, anti-aircraft fire. That's right. You know, he's still an honorable person. Come on. Yeah, no biggie. You know, well, just because he threw another uncle to the dogs who attacked and mauled him to death, he's an honorable guy. Yeah, just mm. because his half-brother was allegedly assassinated by an assassin in an airport. So wink, oh, wink, come wink. on now, folks. The warm beer say the lawsuit that they're filing is a step toward holding North Korea accountable for the barbaric treatment of their son and their family. Now, what this will do to the upcoming talks is unclear. Um, I have birthdays if you're so yeah, ready. Yeah, some birthdays. Okay, I got birthdays right here. Happy, happy birthday today yeah. to, what's his name, Blart Mallcop. Kevin James. Paul Blart. Yeah, oh, him, yeah. Mallcop. Great film. <laughs> Kevin James, Jim. How old is Kevin James? He's 52. Kevin James is 51. Damn. 50? You went the wrong way. Jim, 53. Well, Damn he looks good. Finally. <laughs> he does look good. He's happy happy birthday. Yesterday you were shut out, weren't you? It was a funny program. It was, it was funny. funny. Yeah. Seinfeld funny. is still funny. Oh, they Agreed. had great chemistry. Who? Him Leah, and uh, Lee, Lee Remini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a funny program. And Jerry Stiller. Doug. Yeah. Jeez. Doug. Uh-huh. Channing Tatum, leading mov- movie man. Leading. So handsome. Uh-huh. 32. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. He is 31. Uh, 34. Pinkman, 38. He's oh, well, he looks him, really? Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animation. All right, Pinkman, you go first here. Deal. I'm going to pull my ear. This is a clue. Carol Burnett. I don't know. The great Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. 75. Nope. Jim? Don't say 75. 80. Carol Burnett is 88. Whoa. Going up there. Fritz, 85. No She's way. 85? And that's the day wow. he, he took a chance. He lived on the edge. He got it right. And nice. that's the la-di-da. Oh, it's also our first lady's birthday today. Melania Trump turns 48. All right, there we go. All right, we're going to clear the lines. We'll open up all the lines. 
And then Fritz will pick one of you at random, and you will get to play a bonus round of closest to the pin. You will either choose Mr. Pinkman or Mr. Fritz, if you choose correctly. You will receive a You Matter business card that guarantees you good fortune for the rest of your life. If you lose, pick incorrectly. Bad luck for you for 24 hours. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From the... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! See if Mr. Pinkman can redeem himself, I think he's lost every single day this week against Mr. Fritz. <laughs> yeah, I have. All right, so here's what's going to happen. Matthew's on the line. He will either pick Pinkman or Fritz to win this bonus round of closest to the pin. All right, Matthew, you have a choice to make. Uh, either Pinkman or Fritz. If you pick correctly, you get that card. If you don't, bad luck for you. So what do you want to do? We're going to go with the winner, Fritz. Fritz. Oh! Okay, Matthew's going with Fritz. I think that's a first. So oh. I have to walk out? Cool, I don't have to leave. Yeah, you have to walk out. <laughs> nerd. Oh. There he goes. Off into the sunset. All right, Mr. Pigman, I have ten questions for you. Okay. Including the famous crow question at the end. Or in These questions are all connected. Mo is going to count down and keep score. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. One, begin. Mr. Pinkman, President Trump now admits that Michael Cohen represented him in the so-called Stormy Daniels deal, but the song Stormy Weather was first recorded in what year? 1967. Talk about Stormy. How many named hurricanes were there in 2017? Uh, 30. Last September, the highest winds for Hurricane Maria were clocked at how many miles per hour? 112. Maria Shriver married Arnold Schwarzenegger in what year? 1987. According to CelebrityNetworth.com, Arnold Schwarzenegger is worth how many millions of dollars? 32. Arnold the Pig was a fan favorite on the TV show Green Acres. Green Acres ran a total of how many episodes? 87. The beloved children's novel Anne of Green Gables was first published in what year? 19. 1931. Famed American sharpshooter Annie Oakley died in what year? That would have been 1911. Annie Oakley's parents were Quakers, but the Quaker Oats Company was founded in what year? 1887. Get it within 25, you went outright. A crow in Clovis, New Mexico would have to fly how many miles to reach Santa Fe, New Mexico? 61. Time? Okay. Oh boy. How many miles did you say? 61. 61. Okay. All right. 61. Got it. And was it within 25? The within last 25, time? yes. Within oh, 25. Boy. Oh, all right, nice. Mr. Fritz. There's a lot of numbers to write down all at once, but I got it. Ten questions for you, Mr. Fritz. All righty. Matthew has selected you to win this bonus round of closest to the pin. Mo will keep score with a countdown going. Oh, oh, here we start in three, two, one. Begin. Mr. Fritz, President Trump now admits that Michael Cohen represented him in the so-called Stormy Daniels deal, but the song Stormy Weather was first recorded in what year? Uh, 66. Talk about Stormy. How many named hurricanes were there in 2017? Um, 
29. Last September, the highest winds for Hurricane Maria were clocked at how many miles per hour? 155. Maria Shriver married Arnold Schwarzenegger in what year? 1986. According to CelebrityNetWorth.com, Arnold Schwarzenegger is worth how many millions of dollars? Um, 92. Arnold the Pig was a fan favorite on the TV show Green Acres. Green Acres ran for a total of how many episodes? Episodes. Um, 55. The beloved children's novel Anne of Green Gables was first published in what year? 1892. Famed American sharpshooter Annie Oakley died in what year? Annie Oakley died in 1910. Annie Oakley's parents were Quakers, but the Quaker Oats Company was founded in what year? 1872. Get it within 25, you went outright. A crow in Clovis, New Mexico, would have to fly how many miles to reach Santa Fe, New Mexico? 50. Time. Oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, and he said 50. Okay, got it. All right. This long stormy weather first recorded in what year? Pinkman said. 67. Fritz. 100, I'm at 66. 1933. <laughs> Damn it. How many named oh. hurricanes were there in 2017? Pinkman said. Uh, 30. And Fritz. 100, I'm at 29. 17. Damn it. Damn. <laughs> Last September, the highest winds for Hurricane Maria were collected how many miles per hour? Pinkman said. 112. And Fritz. 155. 175. Oops, Fritz. Damn it. 3-0. Maria Shriver married Arnold Schwarzenegger in what year? Pinkman said. 87. Fritz. He won under him at 86. <laughs> right on the money. 1986. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. It's 5-0. According to CelebrityNetWorth.com, Arnold Schwarzenegger is worth how many millions of dollars? Pinkman said. 32 million. And Fritz. 92 million. He is worth $400 million. Fritz. Jesus Arnold the Pig, fan favorite on the TV show Green Acres. Still love that program. Green Acres ran for a total of how many episodes? Pinkman said. 87. Fritz. 55. 170. Oh, Damn. you're on the board, Pinkman. Finally. Four to go. Uh-huh. Anna Green Gables first published in what year? Pinkman said. 31. Fritz. 1892. 1908. Goes to Fritz. That's eight and eight. And, and, uh, uh, yeah. Famed American sharpshooter Annie Oakley died in what year? Pinkman said. 11, 1911. Fritz. He won under them at 1910. 1926. Oh, yes. Two to go. It is ridiculous. Annie Oakley's parents were Quakers, but the Quaker Oats Company was founded in what year? Pinkman said. 1887. And Fritz. 1872. 1901. Fritz. I mean, uh, Pinky. What's the score? It is a jillion to three. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven to three. Seven to three. Fritz is in the lead. The only chance for you is this. Oh. Get it within 25. You went out right. Come on, Pinky. A crow in Clovis, New Mexico would have to fly how many miles to reach Santa Fe, New Mexico? Pinkman said. 61 miles. Fritz said. 50. The answer. 212 miles. Pinkman gets it, but not enough. Not enough. <laughs> Matthew picked Damn correctly. It. You win that You Matter business card. You will have good fortune for the rest of your life. Mr. Pinkman went down, lost four straight mm-hmm. games this week. Thank you for playing oh. that bonus round of closest to the pin. That's going to hurt. Remember, oh, well. Only and now you're upside down again. Hand grenades. Wow. You're upside down. <laughs> no, I'm not. To the pin. 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 Wow. By the way, texting service reminded me just now. Uh, the movie we did yesterday was Black Hawk Down. Yeah, oh, I forgot right. about that. Black Hawk <laughs> Down. I got so caught up with the shot doctor. Oh, yes. He's just so interesting. It's a good movie. Mm -hmm. Seen it? No, I've never seen it. Fritz, you seen it? Uh, Which one? 
Black Hawk Down. The one that we did yesterday. No, I have not. Uh Uh-uh. Mo, you seen it? Black Hawk Down? I don't think so. Oh, wow. No. It's a a good movie. It's a war war movie. movie. It's good, though. It's a good one. It's action-packed. Non-stop action. There's some controversy, Jim. About one of the questions. About the firing of the House chaplain in Washington. The firing of the House chaplain? Yeah, well, he says... uh, Got fired? Democrats say that he was ousted by Paul Ryan. I thought he might have just gotten kicked out of the House floor. Mm Mm-mm. They, uh, the Democrats are saying uh, he resigned, but Ryan said, you either resign or you're out of here. Why? Nobody knows. That's Uh-oh. a thing. A little bit of, uh, you know. Father Patrick Conroy. Here we go. He's a Jesuit priest. He Unexpected departure. He's been there for a really long time. No kidding. And, yep, out. Uh, Jesuits, they're smart, you know. They know how, they, Any kid who gets a Jesuit education. They know how to learn. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, the Jesuits, they, they, I don't want to say they beat it into them, but they, they're they pretty strict. This is the way you learn. Members of both parties Jesuit, were upset by his ouster. <laughs> um, you ever known a stupid Jesuit? I don't I know if not. I've ever known a Jesuit. Never st- you ever known somebody who was uh, educated in a Jesuit I school? Did. He said, yes, well, I you're did. as dumb as a mud fence. No, I never No, did. neither have I. Mm-mm. So he's out. He is. Did he do something? Did he say something? They think that Ryan, Paul Ryan. They want to get one of those evangelical types in there? Ryan, Maybe Paula White. Ryan is a well-known okay. Catholic, right? He's also a Catholic, yeah, so right. he was, you know, he said he pandered to the anti-Catholic sentiment within the Republican conference and asked him to leave. The anti-Catholic sentiment? A Jesuit priest would? No, Paul Ryan. What? I don't get it. Oh, the, 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 the Jesuit the said. Mm-hmm. Paul Ryan, he's... That is correct. Democrats and Republicans are both flummoxed by why how this happened so quickly. It's too cozy with those evangelical Republicans. Mm-hmm. Not Catholic enough for my taste. Tell you that. Apollo White, who's the... Uh, oh, from over there and where, where, locally, right? So-called, parentheses, Christian, end of parentheses, pastor yeah. out of West Orange County. He's mm-hmm. got one of those mega churches. Yeah, yeah. Primarily black uh, congregation, not that that makes any difference whatsoever. But she's one of those um, prosperity, uh, you know, has the, you know, uh, puts forth the prosperity gospel. It's the seed which money essentially or something. Is, or... Yeah, you got you to you gotta give money to get money back. Right. And essentially, the, you know, as I see it, it's like, give me money and I'll somehow invest it in God's good name and uh, you'll get it back somehow. All I can say, if you go to one of her services out in West Orange County, hold on to your wallet. A lot of people <laughs> believe she's a charlatan. She's the uh, she is the president's chief. Um, what do you want to call it? A religious Council advisor or something? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Fall away, nice lady. Oh yeah, With I don't know anything about her being columns. nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's not looking for any. You know, she's not hurting for money. She's not hurting at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And her husband's a former rock and roller, right? From Journey or yeah, Foreigner something like or that. something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Journey, he was the keyboardist, I yeah. believe. Yeah, Paula White, she's not hurting. You can tell just by looking at her. She looks what? Well-heeled? Is that what they say? Yeah, well-heeled. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Nice. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you. I got points. Finally, I got something. Walking hey, around on you, the though. stage and at the services in her stiletto yeah. heels. And Fancy her, clothes, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. She's essentially saying, you know, this can be... 
you as well. What you need to do is invest in tithe. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and tithe big time. Tithe to I me. Tithe to me and big I'll time. I'll make sure it's good. And I'll, uh, I'll give the word to God, and uh, God will bless you in so many different ways. <laughs> it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Listening to the Phillips File. Real Radio. I never complained that the Ramones uh, music was uh, terribly complicated. <laughs> and it was the time. Yeah. I was just reading this story. Something new is coming to downtown Orlando. Uh-oh. <laughs> what is this is one people you know, people don't have enough to do. Uh axe throwing venue opening in downtown. Oh, yes, on. finally. Oh, it's all the rage. It's been blowing up in Tampa. It's a a whole new thing. type of event Axel? venue. Listen to this now. A new type of event will be opening in downtown Orlando this summer. One that focuses on throwing stuff. Epic Axe Throwing. There's a website. Epic, E-P-I-C, Axe Throwing, is a throwing range for axe-tossing enthusiasts age 14 and up. Now, there's a video... You know, it looks kind of interesting, but there's a video of a guy sipping on a pint of beer and then he's picking up an axe no, and throwing it at a target. Yeah. Yeah. How does a, that work? Not a good mix. Well, they do it with darts. He hits the bullseye, too. He does. Yeah, darts are dangerous. He it picks just... up that damn thing zoom, and hits right at the bullseye anyway. Oh, boy. Uh, due, to li- says here, due to liability concerns, you are not allowed to bring your own axe to this venue. You don't think? That's fair. You can only use axes supplied by Epic Axe Throwing personnel. Uh, so leave your, it says, leave your ninja stars at home. Mm. This will be a cashless facility. They are only accepting credit cards. Yeah, they're moving into a place down on uh, East Robinson. Okay. Ooh, nice. That's near me. Are you kidding me? I mean, is this? That's a thing I've never yeah. heard. Oh, yeah. It's very popular these days. It is? You have to have too much time mm-hmm. on your hands. You're right. What? Yeah. Nobody bowls anymore, so now they have to think of something wilder and wilder. Well, what? Dare you. No one bowls anymore. Axe throwing. Oh. Now yeah. they're axe these hipsters, it's these millennial hipsters, you know, they get bored. With some, hey, man, uh, hey, bro, everybody's bowling now, bro. So, because uh, they want to call it all their own. And then as soon as something becomes somewhat slash quasi popular, mm-hmm. uh, they move on to something else. Dude, what are we going to do Ooh. now, man? Everybody's bowling, bro. This is gonna be Let's pick like up some axes. This is gonna be right yeah. downtown. Where? 
Off Robinson, Robinson and what? Robinson and Magnolia. Yeah. Oh, right. You know oh, where that... the post office is? Yeah, I think it's down where that uh, gym used to be, where the uh, Stewart um, Supply Company used to office be. Office Supply, supply. yeah. Mm-hmm. Be that as it may. So, really? Seriously? I'm signing up to be notified when they open. Submit. The guy's drinking, he's got a pint of beer, takes a big gulp of beer, and then picks up this axe and throws it at the target. I would think that we're not we're not allowing anybody to consume alcoholic beverages and throw mix. axes. No. Oh, damn, you didn't tell me they were serving alcohol. Now it's right on your list, huh? I mean, I might throw an axe, I mean, but also I could get drunk in my backyard and throw axes. Oh, boy. Don't so, do that. That's true. Where's the upshot? What kind of axe? Is there a special axe? I'd, I'd imagine you get like some hatchet type deals, maybe a tomahawk, and then maybe like one big woodsman axe. It is a pretty cool. You guys video ever get into darts? At. Where you ever? I played darchly. At or... most bars, they have darts. No, N- never. You guys are very serious about darts, though. I mean, you know, uh, it's yeah, fun. Yep. You ever watch professional darts on like ESPN or yeah, the English teams? Yeah. Oh, that's a thing. Oh yeah. yeah, they set up long tables and people sit there and drink, and they have scarves representing, and yeah. they watch the people play darts. It's always they have like, gigantic bellies. Mm-hmm. Always some <laughs> red faced, red faced Irish guy against a bald English guy. Mm. Oh, come on, get off! <laughs> you get only off. needed a nine while you hit the bullseye. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, but it's an all-strange scoring system. I never quite... Oh, uh, like playing cricket? I think I'd rather throw darts than play cricket. I no, think I that... can manage darts. Are these darts, a game of darts, you might be over within, what, an hour? Right. Oh, cricket, you could, go th- you could go th- two days on playing cricket. Well, cricket is a game, like a game you play with darts. Cricket's a fairy way of playing baseball. Oh boy! Oh, that's gonna oh go boy. over yeah. big in some oh, groups, wow. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's gonna there is like no a comparison. Blue. You can't compare. Don't even try to compare. Mm, I hear this from go. English blokes all the time. Yeah, the cricket too. is such a tough ass sport. Give me a damn break. Every oh, day. Oh yeah, the ball. Oh. We hurl the ball or whatever it is. Toss. Well, you know, I can't remember. You know, it's coming in at what seventy-five miles an hour, eighty-five miles an hour. Yeah, they got their whole damn. They got their crotch covered, their thighs, yes. their knees, their calves. Uh-huh. They got a helmet with a cage on it. They got the whole damn thing. Well, and they're Get out. come on, please. In their defense, <laughs> that ball can kill you if it if it hits you. Yeah, well, so can a hard ball coming in at one hundred four miles an hour. I'm not arguing that one, Jim. I'm just saying that yeah. ball. Try a little chin music on a cricket uh, pitch or whatever oh, they God, call it. That, see what happens. That would shatter every bone in your face. Get out there with their white, you know, with their white polo shirt, their white pants, and their white shoes, dancing around trying to catch the ball barehanded. <laughs> every day, Jim, I hear baseball. That's women's rounders, mate. <laughs> women's rounders. Yeah, yeah, try it sometime. Fritz hangs at the English. Last time audience. I checked, there weren't any spikes. You know, they weren't sharpening their spikes on the cricket. Uh, whatever you call no, it. No hell no. Come on. They don't even have gear. You know, they're trying to catch this thing. It's like, come on. How oh, they get that bat? They don't even swing it. They just kind of stick it out there and see if they can hit the ball. And it's flat. Of course you're going to hit it. <laughs> it's a paddle. Yeah, you don't know where it's going to go. And then you can hit it behind you. In foul territory, you get four four runs, four points. Listen to you. Do you hear you sound? Yeah, they're running around those little caps and... You just run it over here. Yeah. Touch, well, this is real tough. There's, yeah. Touch the wicket. Run back. English, you want to talk to me about rugby? I get it. I understand. That's a, yeah, right. You're roughing it up. But don't try to convince me that things are uh, terribly uh, 
what uh, violent or uh, or athletic on the on the cricket uh, pitch or whatever you call it. Mad respect for uh, rugby. Please, here's Anthony on Real Radio. Go ahead, Anthony. Uh, I want to do. A, I love this show. First of all, I've been listening for about ten years. Yeah. And um, I wanted to set some things straight about uh, Pastor Paula White and about- New Destiny Church in Apopka. Yeah. What about it? That is, they're not just. She's not out there just to get money. Of course, she's making money. Most of these churches, I don't know all the inner workings exactly, but she gets a set salary. Yeah, okay. The money that comes into the church does not go directly to her pocket. The church there has adopted basically most of the schools there in Apopka, uh, redoing their uh, teachers' lounges and feeding you know, the needy families in that area. It takes money to do that. Yeah, she uh, sells tapes, books, does any of that kind of stuff? They do all of that. Of yeah, okay, most all of right. These, most of the churches set up like that do. She one um, of those, I mean, is she the, the type that, I mean, whatever you want to believe is, is your business, really not mine, as long as nobody sticks it in my face. But, I mean, is, is it the, am I right in declaring it that it's a prosperity gospel? You give and God will reward you. You give to God and God will reward you. That's part of it. It depends on your belief in that. Yeah, it's Some BS. Give their, yeah, it's a bunch. Yeah, you know, you know in your heart that's a bunch of bunk. No. Yeah, sure. Of course, no, it's a. I'm of course, serious. it's a bunch of. It's a. But they keep I'm people. Keep, people keep going back to the church because they keep wanting to hear this message because the message never works for them. I'm thinking something's broken and it's not working for you. Then most people aren't going to. Yeah, that. yeah. She's up oh, there strutting around in her stiletto heels. What kind of salary does she make? You go to this church. What's her salary? I, I Do you know? That, Have any I idea? That's her business. Oh, I see. It's her business. So she's strutting around in $400 a pair of shoes, if not $800, and you're not concerned about that? That would feed a lot of hungry people. She's already doing that. The church does. Yeah, okay. Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. You keep giving her money and see what you get back. Good luck with that, bub. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Bunch of happy horse hockey. Let's get the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Scientists are collecting DNA from 1.5 million living beings on planet Earth to learn more about the history of life. It will take a decade. It's a modern-day Noah's Ark without the silly flood story. Speaking of animals, a dog walker in the UK took home a potato her dog dug up for her. But it was a grenade instead. Authorities disarmed it and told the pooch she was a good girl for finding it. A museum in New York has reason to celebrate. For a long time curators believed an elephant bird egg was a hoax but it turns out to be real. The 10-foot tall creatures were hunted to extinction for their eggs. Anthony Bourdain has already expressed his eagerness to eat it just to quote shame that stupid bird back into extinction unquote. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. You'll have as much fun as the people in those herpes commercials. 407-916-1041. Toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. From Phillips File for a Thursday. Every Thursday at this time, we talk with Pat Clark, who handles sports over at Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. Let's talk some sports and other stuff as well. Please welcome Pat Clark. Back to the program. Hello, Patrick. James, how are you? I'm doing very well on this Thursday. How about yourself? I have a uh, complete, fresh batch of my world-famous blackened steak chowder prepared. 
Oh. I have some caramel corn and some goop dogs, and you tell me what time to be at your place tonight for the NFL draft. The NFL Ooh. draft, of course. Uh, I wouldn't miss it for the world. It's one of my favorite, I guess I could call it a sporting event. I thought you said to the shot doctor that it was stupid yesterday. No, not at all. I think you kind of did. <laughs> I want to see how Nathan Tomblowski from Notre Dame, what round he'll be drafted in. Great, the great right tackle for the Fighting Irish. Mm-hmm. Comes from a long line of, uh, of of noted football players that came out of Notre Dame. Does he? Bula Bula Go Nablowskis. Uh-huh. Or whatever his name <laughs> James, I don't know. Gets, this thing gets bigger. It does. And more spectacular with each passing year. Why now, is this? Course, I don't know. I don't know. The social media fuels a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, now they take they take it around. A few years ago, when we were up in New York, when Blake Bortles, you'll recall, was picked number three overall, that was a big night. Right. And then Ha Ha Clinton Dix. I mean, he went later on in the first round. He is from Eatonville. Uh-huh. So it was a big night, but it was in New York, and <clears throat> the draft traditionally had been held in New York. But now they're taking it around to to venues across the country. They're out in. Uh, at AT&T Stadium in Arlington tonight, and uh, I've been watching some of the NFL Network here this afternoon. The place is uh, outdoors. It's just packed with people already. The draft doesn't begin until 8 o'clock. They've got this fan experience going on, so it's, it's a very yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm trying to decide whether the Browns in the, you know, in the, in the first round will pick uh, Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield. I mean, what, what, what what's the team going to do? Boy, you know some stuff. You haven't thought about that for two seconds. What's the team going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a toss-up, isn't it? I'm telling it, you. Yep. Oh, oh, goodness gracious. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. It, 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 this is the, there's, it's amazing, uh, and, and this would be a lesson for everyone who uses social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I do it because, you know, I, I, my work requires that I do it, but I would do it anyway. I've got my own personal Facebook page, and as we've talked about before, who knows what you can find and the connections you can make yeah. on Facebook. I'm referring to my, my, my new half-sister. But anyway, uh, Josh Allen, quarterback for Wyoming, uh, some had him scheduled or predicted uh, to go first overall in the draft tonight, but just today. Uh, there were revelations that he had made some uh, racist tweets. Oh come on! When he was when he was in high school. Oh boy! Oh really? Seriously? That stuff follows you. You can't screw around with that. Yeah, Facebook. But he's in high school. Exactly long. right. Yeah, well, but this is one of those things. He's in high school. Did anybody talk to him? Say he's stupid. Let's not do that again. Let's uh, let's try to come to an understanding. I mean, high school people are. You know, their brains aren't even fully developed in college for crying out loud. I'm not saying what he did was right, but it's. But they're not going to be picked in the first round or number one because of something that he wrote in high school? Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know. And, you know, obviously, in a perfect world, he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. make those tweets in the first place. However, where are his people? Where are his handlers? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, by now he's hired an agent. Where are these people? And I understand that he's had thousands of tweets in his life. Yeah. But for this to come up on draft day, of all times, uh, it could really hurt him. We'll just have to wait and find out tonight. There's no clear-cut number one. That's the that's the interesting thing. Oftentimes, we know who the number one guy is going to be, but we just don't tonight. So I don't understand. Yeah, I understand. I don't. But what I don't understand, and you can explain it to me, why a guy out of Wyoming? 
I mean, I can understand, okay, we've got, uh, you know, the teams are looking for a couple of great quarterbacks. You know, there's one out of, let's say, uh, LSU and another one out of uh, Notre Dame, Wyoming. How does anybody make their mark playing as a quarterback at Wyoming? Well, it's who do you play? Well, that's that's true, but some mm-hmm. of some of the great players in yeah. NFL history didn't necessarily go to uh, big SEC schools or Power Five schools. I mean, yeah, there are guess. a lot of those types of players uh, that have that have made it through the NFL ranks. This guy's a prototype NFL quarterback. He's got a hell of an arm. And uh, he's been very high on a lot of draft lists for a very, very long time. There's a, there's a good group of quarterbacks, and I know you don't want to get into talking about that, but uh, that's what makes tonight so interesting. Like I just said, we just don't know what's going to happen here in the first few picks. And, of course, Shaquem Griffin out of UCF provides another compelling storyline. Who could he's forget? Not get select- he's not going to get selected tonight. Yeah. He may not get selected in the second or third rounds tomorrow. Really? Uh, but he is going to get picked. He was invited to the draft by the NFL. He's there tonight with his family, and he has gone on record as saying he doesn't care where he's picked, that he's going to get picked at all as a dream come true for him. Well, a great, that's a great story. I mean, it's a great story yeah. for UCF. It's a great story for him. It's just a, it's just an uplifting story for, for everybody. I hope, that, I hope this works out for him in some form or fashion. And UCF will have a, a first-round pick probably tonight, Mike Hughes. Uh, the Gators will probably have a first-round pick tonight. That would be unusual if they don't. Derwin James out of Florida State. So uh, the state's going to be covered pretty well. And, mm. you know, there are parties everywhere. I think I think 96.9 has a big old to-do up at the wing house tonight. They People do. get into this. Yeah. They really get into it. And it's nice to know, James, that at long last you're one of those people. Exactly. There's nothing like NFL draft night, you know, to finally break that, that ball and chain. Mm-hmm. And you're able to convince your partner, your spouse, that you should be able to go out one night a week. I mean, one night a year, and uh, you know, sit at a table with a bunch of other guys with a couple of pitchers of beer, some wings, yeah. and and just tell each other how wonderful your lives are until tomorrow. Until when you get back at home by midnight, and they they put the lock back on the old ball and chain. But <laughs> the, the, the wing house will be packed. Yeah, tonight. Will. Be oh, good for packed that. all over the. Country. Oh yeah. So God bless these folks who enjoy exactly. doing it. It's kind of like the fantasy football, yeah. fantasy baseball. If you're having a good time, more power to you. That's all that it comes exactly. down to. Exactly. So uh, oh, let's see what else is in Orlando what about the City Lions. Yeah, four uh, four game four, four match row. winning streak. Yep. Going to Colorado this Sunday. Going to probably pick up another three points. I would imagine. You know something. Like, let me just tell you. I was going to mention this earlier, and uh, you know, I've always been. I've you know, from, from the beginning, you know, we've talked about this from the beginning. I've always been you know, a supporter of this team, but you know, with the coaching changes and this and that, you know, it's kind of you know, still supporting right it, but not to not to the same level. Not, not to the same level. I have to admit it. I'm, I, say, I want them to win, but I just didn't, I never had that same level of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. As I did when they were part of USL, and then the first couple of years or first year, first MLS. season MLS, right? And uh, I had uh, Coach Kreiss in here last uh, last week. Yes, and I I told Mo before the interview said you know, and I told my wife as well. One of my, one of my goals when I sit down when Kreiss comes in here is to get him to laugh. I got to get him to laugh, and I did. And as a matter of fact, I got him to laugh a few times. And I become a much bigger fan and supporter of this team because of that. No kidding. Yeah, I have. Oh. James, I think it may have taken you to humanize him. 
I did. You know, you yeah, got to do is you have yeah. to throw some curveballs at these guys. They sit down and they think, oh, here uh, comes another question about soccer strategy or whatever. And I simply said, I hear you're a big fan of margaritas. And boom, you know, there you yep. go. He's He actually coached. Coach Jason Kreitz actually laughed. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, I got, you know, I got my sources. A little birdie told me. And, uh, you know, a couple of times. So, you know, that helps. You know what? I listened listened to that interview, James, because that was on just a few minutes before I came on with you last week. And uh, I thought it was interesting that you actually got him to – it was more conversational. I mean, we really only speak as the media to him uh, after a practice – or after a match where his comments are almost always calculated. He's very good at talking yeah. to the media. Sure. He's extremely right, thoughtful. Yeah. But I don't I, I think I'd stop short of saying personable, uh, just because that we have a professional relationship with him. And so for you to be able to crack through a little bit there and, and get him he admits that he's a very intense guy. I told him, I said, Coach, you could you gotta lighten up, man. Just lighten up. It's okay. I understand I mean in here with me, you can lighten up. You don't have to be super serious, you know. I understand you got this on your mind all the time. I asked him, I said, he When said you're at dinner, too. you ever thinking about soccer strategy then, when you're yep. out to dinner with friends? And he says, Of course I am. It's that's what I do. I'm and yeah. uh, but and he admits he yeah. admits that other people have told him that his he's family too. that he's he, I don't want to use the manic but he's always you know concentrating on 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 Sager but he laughed a few times and uh, that's that's good enough for me to be I'm in it now I am oh I'm, now you're I, back yeah I am Welcome I am back. in full board service James yeah. Welcome back great service I mean he he should come back regularly to talk on your pro he may have endeared himself more to Orlando City fans yeah, yeah, just definitely. in that one appearance on your show. Yeah, maybe. I'm just saying. Well, I like him. And I wasn't quite sure before, you know, but I, you know, I said, well, I saw, no, nice. no, I saw another side of them is oh, what I I'm see. trying to say. And that's the side I, I, I knew it was there. I knew I could, I knew I could crack it open. Mm-hmm. You know, if anybody can do that, it's me. I can't. A few wins in a row can make a coach smile too, you know. <laughs> exactly. I'm, no disrespect to you or what you were able to do, but yeah, uh, yeah. They're on a roll right now. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, third place really? now, Eastern yeah, Division, MLS. Good for them. And it's really amazing what Dom has done for the team since his return. Yeah, huh? exactly. And that, they're playing. They're they're, they're getting. You know, I watch them. I don't go to the games. I watch it on TV. They're getting better and better and better with each match. They're just you can see it. You can see how much better they're getting. They're not. Re- they're not going backwards. You know, it's like, oh, well, that was a good, uh, that was a good uh, effort. And then the next week, Stinko, they're getting better and better and better with the. They're going to, they're going to the playoffs. There's no question about that in my mind. Well, they better. Confidence is a big deal. It's a, it's, uh-huh. it's a yeah, big thing. Exactly. I got the kick, biggest kick out of what Dom said after he scored his 100th career goal as a professional last weekend to the media after he said yeah i knew this was going to happen i just knew that this was going to be the night there was no doubt in his mind that he was going to get that goal on that night Mm -hmm. so talk about confidence that guy is just oozing it let me move on to the orlando magic is there is there any headway are we picking up anything about a new coach what's going on down that one magic place um i don't know nothing uh now there's Maybe they won't they, get anybody. The, the management team has been overseas, so all has been kind of quiet. There'll be much more activity, I'm guessing, as as we get deeper into into the playoffs. We just don't know who that next person is going to be. Yeah. I don't know if you happen to watch LeBron James last night and 
how he and the Cavs defeated Indiana. Mm. It was it was a shot, a three pointer. It was a buzzer beater uh, that defeated the Pacers. That was eerily reminiscent of a shot. And Mar, I'm going to play this tonight on our six o'clock sports broadcast of a shot that LeBron hit against the Orlando Magic in the Eastern Conference Finals Game Two back in 2009 from the same spot on the floor to beat the Orlando Magic in Game Two of that series. So. That's uh, that brings up some. But most of our memories now of Orlando aren't, aren't that good. The good news about that was that back in 2009, even though the Magic lost that game, the one they won the series four games to two and went on to the finals. Anything so new anyway. uh, with the hair sister? Anything going on? When are you meeting? What, when are you I mean, meeting? I, her? I, don't, I don't mean to pry, but I am anyway. Kind of, sort of. Because uh, because last weekend. Oh, did, okay. Oh, you did. Yeah, uh, I, I I got her phone number and I rang her up. Uh-huh. And got a voicemail, uh, and then she called about three hours later, and she was in Portland visiting her son up there, and uh, we talked for, well, I don't know, five minutes or so. Yeah. It was she's an absolute delight. Can I ask her a question? Uh, did she sure. sound any? Did she sound anything like one of your sisters? No, because they. Okay. Well, if she ever, uh, my sisters always nag. You know, when I talk to them, they're always nagging. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. This was a, this was a pleasant conversation. Oh, a pleasant conversation, you <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah, no, nobody's uh, asking for money. Nobody's asking for a plane ticket to or Orlando. A, or a meal, nothing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. All right. Listen, I plan I planned to go back to Iowa in, I, I don't know if I told you this, one of my sisters turns 60 in early August, and so I, we all planned to gather there. We were planning that anyway. And I believe that this uh, half-sister now is, is going to make the trek out from California wow. to visit Iowa. And it will probably be that weekend that we all meet her as one. Now, I, I plan to be in California sometime in June, at which time I plan to meet her out there. But I'm, I'm just excited about this. It's a good thing. Jim. It is a good thing. When are you going to be in Iowa? In August. Oh, I'm, I'm going to yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, the state fair. I'm going up there in early October. What? You're going, You're going to, to Iowa? Buy a tractor, aren't you? No, I got enough tractors, but they got a big, uh, big tractor show up there. Stop it! You're not doing it. No. What part of Iowa? It's in. Uh, it's in. Uh, uh, what's the name? Uh huh. Colfax. Col- Dubuque. No, it's, it You're, might be. It's outside of Dubuque, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it's right outside. It's, yeah, it's gigantic. Yeah. And my wife says you're crazy. You know how cold it gets in Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Well, October. You said when are you going? Yeah, it's early October. Cold. Yeah, it can't you'll be that be okay. bad. No, you'll be fine. You know what? You're not really going, are you, James? Is he is. Yes, I am thinking. I really am thinking about it. People say, what is, is wrong you? with you? Is it, is it Dyersville? No, it's not Dyersville. I can't. I'll get it. I'll have it for you next week. But it's a big, they got hundreds of these antique tractors that these guys bring in. And just don't ask me why I do this. Oh, my I don't know God. Either. I have no idea. I've never farmed in my life. I don't know anything about farming. I can never be a farmer. You have to get up too early in the morning. There's too much hard work. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot and, of hard work. Uh, yeah. And uh, you're at the uh-huh. mercy of the weather, and there's too much stress. And uh, but there's I don't know what it is. I have I you're do fascinated I by do tractor. not have a clue. I've had I counted them up the other day. I've already in the past five years had seven of them. Mm. <laughs> so, seven of them. Yeah. Seven tractors. I yeah, buy them, you know, get them fixed up, sell them, you know, kind of wheel and deal a little bit. Make a couple of shekels make and then a couple move of along. bucks and That's move right. on. You know what I'm. So you, you flip tractors. I he flip does. them. Yeah, he's flipping. Yeah, you start a t- yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the rural TV network <laughs> with my yeah with my own program. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> if you're going to be up by Dubuque, you need to take an extra day while you're there and uh, drive out to Dyersville because that's where the Field of Dreams is. You okay. Go to the Field of Dreams, James. I mean, I mean, if you're that close, you might as well do it, right? That's an excellent idea. I might as idea. well. You know, if I'm up there for three days, might as well spend another another one. Why not? I'll get the, I'll get the information. I got to look this up. Well, no, I'm not kidding you. I'll have it for you by seven. I'll tell All you, right, and good. I'll hold on to it for next week. All right. All right, Patrick. Have a great weekend, will you? I love talking okay. to you. Man. Have a All good right. draft. Yeah, exactly. Have oh, a wonderful yeah. draft. Don't eat too much of that goop. All right. Okay. I'm All right, buddy. All right, take care. All right, okay. So, bye. Bye. Pat Clark handles wow. sports over at Channel Two. Yep. Great story about his newfound half sister. Mm. It's a great story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It is. It's twenty three and me are one it, of those I things. Yeah. I think it's I think it's fascinating. I, and I keep saying I hope Channel Two, you know, with Pat's permission and his sure. new uh, half sister's permission, you know, they they put together a story on this because it's absolutely fascinating. All right. If everybody's nice to each other, then it's nice. But, All right, let know. me take a little break. I'll find out where that tractor show is because I know everybody's dying to to know where this is. <laughs> it's the Phillips file on Real Radio one oh four point one. To win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From. Oh, Little stop for a Thursday. We'll have the regular round of closest to the pin in about 15, 20 minutes or so. Talk to uh, Jim Colbert later in the program, see what he has on tap for tomorrow. So how do I get to Davenport? Just Davenport, Iowa. That's where I need to uh, mm. get to. Yeah, you can't get there. In early November. Not Ooh. October, November. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cold. That will be cold. November. Freezing cold or just cold, on cold. the nippy side? No, cold. How cold is it in yeah, Davenport? Mm-hmm. Can't be that bad. Davenport. Iowa doesn't have a lot of lakes, so it's probably going to be super cold. <laughs> Maybe. If you look at the lake-to-land ratio, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, Davenport is, in fact... I don't mind if it's cold. I just don't want snow. Oh, you know what? There's a lovely casino right outside of Davenport. Well, there you have it. All right. So where do you fly into? Des Moines? How do you get there? Or okay, Chicago. It's a, actually, it's on the border of Illinois. Is there anything out of, uh, like, San, you know, take a Legionnaire or something into uh, in, into Iowa? They might have something. Hang on, let me check with our travel agent. <laughs> a Not that I necessarily want to fly a Legionnaire after that 60 Minutes report. There's Dude. nothing worth that, no. I think I'd rather fly myself. <laughs> too low, too low. Yeah, but you'll just never be able to land there. Yeah, just circle around. Let's see. If you depart, when are you, when would when will you be departing, sir? Probably on Friday to Sunday, like two like nights. Friday, yeah, November second. Nah, nah, I got to leave here on a Thursday. Got to get there a little bit early. Yeah. See what's out on the lot. So Thursday, <laughs> November first, we'll put as your departure date and return on Monday the fifth. Yeah. No, I thought Jeez. it was fifth to the eighth. Oh well, no, it's the eighth to the tenth. Oh, well, so then next weekend. They Let's don't have flights yet, sir. No, it's November. November 10th. 8th, I mean. 
All right, so we'll have you flying out. The 8th is a Thursday, so we'll have you flying out on Tuesday the 6th. Uh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do for a day? All nothing. right, we'll have you fly out There's on the 7th. There's nothing to do there. On Wednesday. I go get a pork chop. And then we'll have you fly <laughs> back Saturday the 10th. Yeah, okay. You can ice skate. Okay, so, so where am I flying out of? Where am I going you'll, to? You'll be flying out of MCO, landing in Illinois. Where? Uh, let's see, Moline, Illinois. Oh, Moline. There's a direct flight to Moline. No, you probably stop in, in San. You're telling me there's uh, a direct flight from Orlando to Moline? Maybe Peoria. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> You'll leave here at 7:20 a.m. Eastern time and get there at 10:51 a.m. Central time. Oh, no kidding. And then how long of a drive is it? Or are you um, hopping on another flight? How far is Moline from Davenport? <laughs> well, they share the border of the state, yeah. so I imagine you won't have to drive too far. Hitch a ride, maybe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No biggie. Get an Uber or something. Cardboard sign. But if you or, wanted with to... With an arrow, Moline. You... Right. <laughs> or Davenport. Moline looks lovely. If you want to stay in Moline, I can get you a hotel at the Isle Casino Hotel Bettendorf. I just want to know how far it is from Moline to Davenport. All right. Before I make any decisions. Uh, I'm not good at driving long distances. No, you're certainly not. Anything over 100 miles, Mm -hmm. that's it for me, for the most part. I'm camping out for the night. All right. So a 300-mile trip, it would take essentially two and a half days for me to drive. You couldn't make it, no. Okay, it's a 12-minute drive from Moline to Davenport. Get out. Oh, there you go. Oh, I'm in. Mm-hmm. It's called the Quad Cities, you know. I asked you know who oh, yeah. she'd like to go to uh, Davenport with me. And she said, ha, 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 Yeah. All right. Well, so, how rude. That's, that's not happening. Mm, I'm sorry. Let's see. Quad City International. All right. Okay. That's enough. <laughs> People are going, what the hell? Well, from there to Davenport, from the airport to Davenport, uh, you're from going what? 16 minutes. No kidding. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, bro. Now, can I get back? You That's can't big... take Allegiant if, unless you want to go on a Sunday. Oh, no. You'll be flying Delta, sir. Oh, there you go. Better. You're telling me there's actually a flight out of Orlando to Moline, Illinois. Correct. Yeah, you probably have to stop. No, it's a direct flight. Four and a half hours. $252 ticket. Four and a half hours? Mm-hmm. What kind of plane is that? I think you have to stop. That includes I think, a stop. Yeah. No. Oh, sorry. Layover in Atlanta. My bad. See? My bad, bro. Delta stops everybody in Atlanta. You just sit on the plane or you have to jump on uh, another plane? You have to plane? go on the tram. Let's, I hate that. It's uh, a, the worst. I blew out my knee in Atlanta. It's a 51-minute layover, so I imagine you have some time to get a snack real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a soft pretzel. Yeah. I was looking up Allegiant. Allegiant also goes to Moline. <laughs> I'm not getting on. I'm sorry, Allegiant. I'm not getting on one of your planes until 60 Minutes comes up with another report that says everything's A-OK now. But the problem with Allegiant... Is they only no seats? No, they leave on. You have to go on either a Sunday or a Thursday to get to Moline. So yeah, if you go right. on a Thursday, you're still good. There yeah, might be something left. Yeah, and the you know the flight is four <laughs> cents. You know it's like very very inexpensive. Yeah. Now you okay. pay for your seat and you pay for you know a tissue and if you need toilet paper you have to pay for everything. Hey, you pay for it. Took us out the window. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's better than that other airline that sucks you out the window. So anyway, yeah. Now, I know on the surface, the Delta seems like the more expensive option, but really, the savings are all built in. That's true. All right. Here's a... Hello, Beth. Yeah, I'll fly with you. No, no. that's You and I are not getting together. You're uh, trouble. Have, oh, no. No, I have a girlfriend that lives in Bedford, Iowa. Well, hot and, uh, damn. And Moline. He's going on... I'll, I'll just drop you off on the way. You can chit-chat for a while. 
pick you back up. Yeah, and see, then you wouldn't have to fly by yourself. Yeah, you're okay. afraid. Don't be afraid. Nah, I'm not afraid of flying so much. It's just you kind of be scary yeah, with me, bit. though. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, I think you'd oh, be. To I think you're a talker. I think you'd be talking the whole damn time. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't do a lot. No, you start getting one of those nicotine fits. I know you. You have, don't have to smoke for a few hours. You start getting the yips. No, no I'm good. I've been able to do that for years. So. All right. Okay, Beth. I'll think about it. I don't think I'll get the permission from you know who. Here's Matthew on Real Radio. <laughs> Go ahead, Matthew. Uh, my wife's daughter flies up to uh, to Moline, and they drive over to Davenport. Oh yeah, Davenport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It takes about a half hour, I think, at the most. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. That's not too bad. But my question to you is, why the hell are you going up there? Right. Oh, you missed that part. <laughs> big, big tractor show, sir. Big tractor show in Davenport in early November. It's one oh, of the biggest, yeah, the, can maybe, you believe the, it? maybe the, the second largest tractor show in the United States, annual tractor show. I got to go. It's on my bucket list. Well, that holds par for up there. That's, uh, <laughs> that'll be a great show. Yeah, okay. You know, you get one of those hats, you know, with the foam front. Oh, yeah. That's Acme Seed Company or something. Right. Yeah, and you pose. You're a poser, like the guys who are here for bike week. Who are exactly. really dentists. Of course, that's yeah, all yeah. that it is. It's just, it's just posing until they start asking questions about actual agriculture. Mm. What kind of crop you growing down there in yeah. Orlando? <clears throat> yeah. What time is your uh, cultivation? Are you fertilizing status, you know, after you're doing your uh, your plowing? Now you got near plowing, uh, altogether plowing, full plowing. What are you doing down there? <laughs> Now, my wife swears I should get on the internet for harvesting times, but I swear by the good old farmer's almanac. Pick it up at Tractor Supply every year. You doing a harrow uh, plowing down there? It's all cultivating. What are you doing down there? What was the first one? Harrow. Harrow. Oh, yeah, harrow. forget a harrow. Yeah. I don't know what H-A-R-O. that is. H-A-R-R-O-W. Harrow. Harrow. Yeah, uh-huh. well, not really. You know, we're more into uh, disc blade plowing down where mm. down, oh, y- yeah, yeah. down yonder. <laughs> Down yonder. <laughs> oh, my Down God. Down yonder. It's the Phillips Firewater Real Radio 104.1. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041. From... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! As promised, time for that regular round of closest to the the pin. I am playing against John Dennis as the backup. And uh, Mr. Fritz, what's the prize as I head to the soundproof booth? I have a pair of Fandango passes to see Marvel Studios Avengers Infinity War at any participating theater, date and time of your choice. If you want another chance to win Avengers Infinity War passes, well then visit realradio.fm keyword Avengers and enter online. All right. It's a good prize. Oh, right. it is a good prize. Mm-hmm. Let's bring up John on the line. Hello, John. How the heck are you? Oh, I'm good. How you doing? Uh, I am just swell. Thank you for asking. Uh, cool. Cool. Having a good time. Having a good time, bro. All righty. Uh, what do you know about music? Anything at all? 
What kind I of music? A basic level amount. <laughs> All right, you might be good then. As long as you listen to uh, real music weekends on occasion, uh, this category comes to us from Brad. It is random links to weekend songs in reference to songs you might hear on 104.1 over the weekend. You'll be fine. Thank you. Uh-huh. No, I'm, I'm confident. All right, John, let's do this, bro. You ready? All right, I'm ready. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. No contracts, just a handshake. Pink collaborated with Eminem on the party song Here Comes the Weekend. It was on her album The Truth About Love, released in this year. 2009. Reba McIntyre's song Every Other Weekend is about a divorced couple who every other weekend trade off the kids. She just hosted the ACMs. How old is she? 55. Out on the weekend, let off Neil Young's Harvest album. It was overshadowed by Old Man. In what year was Harvest released? 1975. Love on the weekend is the lead single from John Mayer's The Search for Everything album in 2016. How high did it reach on the Billboard U.S. Adult Top 40 list? Three. The song was released in the same year MTV went on the air. Party Anthem, Working for the Weekend, was a hit for Loverboy in this year. 1987. Time. All oh, right, okay. John, I'll put you on hold. I think you did all right. Oh. Yeah. Let me record the time. I just went to click my pen from the wrong side of it and stab myself. Ah, sorry, that's funny. I think I have ink poisoning now. Did you throw out your lettuce yet? No, I ate it. it I think fine. they recalled more. Uh-oh, too late. <laughs> I already you, made a yummy salad, and it was fine. You've got the coli's. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Eh. Oh, you're in big trouble, lady. It's going to kick in this weekend. Nope. Oh, yeah, it'll ruin your whole weekend. I don't think so. All right. Just saying. Whatever. Healthy Oops. as a horse. That's all I say. Nay. Better get rid of that cough. Yeah. Didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about time. Tell you what. Welcome back, Jim. My pleasure. What do you got for me? This category is titled Real Music Weekends from Brad. Thank you, Brad. Yeah. Random leaks, links bleh, to songs. Uh, to weekend songs, excuse me, in huh. reference to songs you might hear on 104.1 over the weekend. Oh, this isn't your wheelhouse, Tadio. Yeah, whatever. All right, let's do this. Here we go. In three, two, one. No contracts, just a handshake. Pink collaborated with Eminem on the party song Here Comes the Weekend. It was on her album The Truth About Love, yeah. released in this year. 1999. Reba McIntyre's song Every Other Weekend is about a divorced couple who mm. every other weekend trade off the kids. Yeah. She just hosted the ACMs. Right. How old is she? Uh, she's uh, 60. Out on the weekend, let off Neil Young's Harvest album. It was overshadowed by Old Man. And what year was Harvest released? 1972. Love on the weekend is a lead single from John Mayer's The Search for Everything album in 2016. How high did it reach on the Billboard US Adult Top 40 list? Six. The song was released in the same year MTV went on the air. Party anthem, working for the weekend. All right. <laughs> Time. Oh, boy. Well, you zoom through, but... Write down your time. I've got the answers, Pinkman. Ready to grade <laughs> I'm so I'm so ready. I just, I'm hearing some crunching. I'm sorry. It's okay. Cheetos. <laughs> I thought you were trying to lose some weight. You're absolutely correct, and I'm not doing a very good job. Uh, yeah, you went back to the machine very quickly after, yeah. I'm stressed out. All right. Yeah, it's, it's stressful planning a trip to uh, <laughs> Davenport. To Davenport, yeah, well. Now that you figure you out... You should know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. 
Alrighty, let's score this game. No right. contracts, just a handshake. Pink collaborated with yeah, Eminem on a party up. song. Here comes the weekend. Uh, it was on her album, The Truth yeah, About Love, early, way too released in this year. John said, two thousand nine. And Jim, ninety nine. Jim, you're correct. John gets the point. It was twenty twelve. Okay. Oh. All right. Re- one nothing. One nothing. Mm-hmm. Reba McIntyre's song "Every Other Weekend" is about a divorced couple who every other weekend trade off the kids. How old is Reba? I think John you got said. this one. Uh, he said 55. You said 60. Uh, the answer is a pert 63, Brad wrote. So it's all tied up. She is currently Colonel Sanders in the KFC ads. No Just have a thing for her. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's an attractive lady. Tell you what. Ever since uh, uh, Tremors. Oh, yeah. Can't get enough of her. Mm-hmm. Man. Out on the weekend, let off Neil Young's Harvest album. It was overshadowed by Old Man. What year was Harvest released? John Uh-oh. said. 75. Ooh. And Jim? 72. One of them's on the money. Oh, come no on. way. 1972. Oh, look at you, Pop. <laughs> what is it, three to one now? Yeah, now it is. Oh, boy. Come on, John. Two to go. Uh-oh. Two to go. Love on the Weekend is a lead single from John Mayer's The Search for Everything album. How high did it reach on the Billboard's U.S. Adult Top 40 list? Yeah. John said. Three. And Jim. Six. Not too high. 19. Oh, so Jim gets a point on one. that one. I'm going to win this. You can't win. Oh, John. <laughs> I'm winning this category. I can't believe it. Unbelievable. Sad in your wheelhouse. Yeah, watch this. This song was released in the same year MTV went on the air. Party Anthem, Working for the Weekend, was a hit for Loverboy in this mm-hmm. year. Uh, John said... 87. Jim said 81. See you, see you, see One ya. of them's on the money. 1981, Jim gets double points and oh, wins the game. The score was 6-1. to one. Jim wins the game. Holy mackerel. Hello, Moline. I'm the champion. <laughs> I am the greatest. I will whoop him. I can't lose. Remember, close only counts in <laughs> Hello, <horseshoes>, Moline. <laughs> hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I win. Is, Is that a Dolly Parton song? To even challenge me? Yeah. Moline. Moline. Oh, it's Jolene. Oh, Jolene. Yeah, Moline, Moline. That's it. Don't take your love to town. That's it. That's the one. I thought it was Moline. Oh, that's uh, Ruby. Don't take your love to town. I thought it was Jolene. Not the Dolly Parton song. No, I'm Moline, Jolene. You. Yeah, what? She goes, I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Oh. Here we go. Moline. Is this Moline? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The song of their people. Quiet, everybody. This is a great tune. <laughs> Jolene. You can. Yahoo! Mountain. All right, enough no, of that. Oh, for God's okay. sake. There you go. Nice lady. Well, you have fun. She seems to be. She seems to be a nice person. Uh huh. Big on philanthropy, I believe. I would imagine. Got more money than she knows what to do. I think she has more money than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. What was it? Four hundred million. Four hundred. His net worth is four hundred million. Big Dolly Parton. What do you think? Dolly Parton is worth more than four hundred million or less. Um, I think she might be worth more. I think more also. Yeah, Dolly is worth more, I bet you. I bet you too. Celebrity worth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't whatever. know. Whatever.com. Uh, All right, I'm going to look it up. It's net worth.com or something. Oh. 
CelebrityNetWorth.com. Shocking. Is it that she high? She is worth $500 million. Yeah. Okay. Holy Toledo. That's a lot. And it says her net worth keeps on growing. In 2016 alone, she added another $19 million to her fortune, wow. making her one of the richest female singers ever. How old ever. is she now? About 75? Oh, now you're asking that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's up there, I think. I love her. Do you? Yes. Bet you won't marry her. I won't. She's married. 72. She has an open marriage. That's what's been hinted at That's for a long time. Been I have no idea. She and I... she is only 4 foot 11. She is under five feet tall. Seriously. Uh-huh. You know Maria Shriver? She's 5'11". She's 5'11". That's a tall lady. It's almost six feet, Jim. It's hard to tell. People on TV, it's hard to tell how tall they are. Because they're sitting. Yeah. They frame them up. You don't know where their feet are. I know. You know what I mean? Sometimes you think, oh, I bet, I bet that person's really tall and they're shrimp. Dolly Parton is seriously small person. Yeah. Petite. Uh-huh. Well, not in the boobage area, but you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Five feet tall. She wear exactly. a wig on uh, on Wiki. It says <laughs> no. she's four eleven, and her husband is Carl, and she's been married to him for fifty plus years. Oh, oh yeah, Carl. Yeah, she's got a good man. Seems like a nice guy. Probably just takes care of everything. Doesn't want to be in the limelight. Fifty two years. You know, he's just 52 saying. Fifty two years. You know, I love you. I'll do, but I don't want to be part of uh, any celebrity uh, status or any right. of that kind of stuff. I'll look after the property. Look no, after he's... you. You got any problems? I'll listen to you. Your trials and tribulations, try to help you with any problems you have, but I don't want any part of that, you know, that limelight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he hangs at home, goes and plays golf with his golf friends. Exactly. Is that true? Probably smokes cigars. I don't know. About the golf or the cigars? <clears throat> I don't know what he does. I just know that he's, you never see anything about him. Mm-hmm. No, he's a very private person. Yeah, leave me out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bag. don't blame him. 52 years she's married to this guy. Something must be working. Exactly. Mm, just saying. He can do what nobody, no no other man can. Nope. That's right. Hold down Dolly Parton. Now just what? zip his mouth and let Dolly do Dolly. Oh, yeah. boy. No other man can do that. Yeah, exactly. She might have had her fair share, and then he came along and said, that's it for me. Yep, and then she was like, cool, I'm going to go out on tour. And he goes, I'll be here when you get home. They made a list of all of her of surgeries, <laughs> including breast surgery, of course. Brow lift, cheek implant, eyelid lift, a nose job, laser skin care, blepharoplasty, whatever that What's is. That? I don't even oh, know. Blepharoplasty, no Botox, and a facelift. Whatever melts your butt. If it works for you, more power to you. If I could afford it, i do the same damn thing. Oh, boy. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. We'll get some news, and we'll talk to Jim Colbert, and we'll maybe have some music in there a little bit as well. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A porch pirate in California realized he was being filmed and tried to snatch the camera from the doorbell. He was unsuccessful with that but stole the package anyway. Little does he know the camera saves to the cloud so police are now searching for him. A South African airline has a contest looking for faces to plaster on their planes. They want you to submit your best plane face, Spelled like the aircraft so obviously they are heavy-handing their jokes. You could win two round-trip flights with your naturally frightening-looking face. A hotel in Australia is offering a beer and yoga class called Broga. Its aim is to help men loosen up to try yoga but also offers an open atmosphere to discuss feelings. One out of every six men will experience depression and six out of eight suicides involve men. If you need to talk anonymously about depression, call 1-800-273-TALK. 
Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com. And transmission. Looking for a home? Go to WeAreNotTheBanks.com. Why? Because they're not the banks. They also have special loan programs for the self-employed, or maybe you want to finance a mobile home? They can do that as well. Their service is second to none. Go online to WeAreNotTheBanks.com for all your mortgage needs. That old Mississippi, the queen of the Delta land, then you'll understand why I've got the blues for Dixie. Oh, yeah. If you've ever been to Tennessee when those old cotton fields are white in pale That Alabama moon shining in the sky If you've got a baby in Birmingham Maybe you know the reason why That I'm gonna be blue Till I'm on that old choo-choo Heading down south again There goes that Jim Colbert Show on Friday between the hours of 3 and 7. Every Thursday at this time, we talk with Jim, see what he has on schedule for tomorrow. So what do you got going on tomorrow? Let me know. Well, we have, we're have we going to talk about this Cosby thing, of course. Uh, can't not. Uh, we're going to talk about that serial killer case, which is really pretty amazing. Oh, the one in uh, California? The one that was the yeah. cop? Yeah. That'd Jeez. Be, I think people would be a little shocked if they knew how many active serial killers were in the U.S. I mean, I think it's anywhere. I mean, of course, it's hard to confirm based on 
certain things, but, you know, 50 to 90, I think, or something like that, I think, work. And I think we have one that's been working in the east coast of Florida for a while now. But- it doesn't. It doesn't get really spoken about much, but if you do a little research and, you know, I have a few friends in the law enforcement business yeah. and none, none of them were like, well, say, yes, Jim, you're right. But uh, there have been a series of murders uh, with prostitute women and homeless women, I believe, up and down the East Coast, primarily in the, you know, from Daytona all the way down to Orlando that fit a strikingly similar kind of MO. Uh, the victims look similar they're kind of similar the way that they're found is similar and and uh it's been going on for a little bit now and you know i just pay attention to these things and florida is a hotbed for stuff like that um i don't know why but we we draw that kind of thing in and california's the same way but you, you I, are I'm fascinated by these cases and have been for a while you were a big fan what was that what the what was that show on hbo that you were a big fan of where it's the serial killer but he goes up to the the serial killers. What was the What was the name of that show? It was on Showtime. It was called Dexter. Dexter. That's right. Dexter. Yeah, yeah. We we really enjoyed the first like four seasons. We got a little corny afterwards. It's hard to write that stuff, you know, after a while because uh, and then it was the worst ending of any serial show I've ever seen ever. I mean, it, nothing's even close. It was that bad. Um, but there's another show called Mind Hunter that actually deals a little bit more factual stuff. It's less on the uh, less Hollywood. It actually is cases, but. You know, Jim, that's the one, that's the one with the two FBI agents, right? Yeah. On Netflix. Yeah, so yeah, that's a great program. I love that program. So I've had this odd fascination with this this mindset, the idea of being a sociopath for a very long time, and I can't explain why, but uh, I have followed these cases for a long time. And actually, Deb Roberts, of course, who's on the show with us, uh, it has that same fascination. We spend a lot of time watching shows like this, and how they catch these people are f- is fascinating. How they have to think ahead of them is fascinating, yeah. and Sometimes they don't. Zodiac never got caught. You know, See, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Dateline. I can't get enough. Yeah. That's my guilty pleasure. Is Dateline usually shown on Friday night? Keith Morrison's my favorite host. A little formulaic, but it's always good. It, it's always, always, it's just always terrific as far as I'm concerned. Just it sends a chill up and down your spine. A lot of these guys you would never know. It's like this goofball in California who's the cop. You know, somebody knocks on your door, police, they show you the badge, and before you know it, especially at that time, in yeah. the 80s, maybe 70s, you know, you can open the door. Who wouldn't? It was just, and uh, before you know it, ugh, he's got you. Golden State? What's he called? The Golden State Yeah, it was the uh, Golden killer State or killer, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Golden State. He had a number of names. I think he was going to be East End Rapist at one point. Ugh. He raped like 50, killed 12, I believe, including a 13-year-old girl. Um, and, you know, just a brutal murder. And his case is unique in the sense that he kind of he quit. You know, he just quit doing it. But I will tell you, one guy, you guys talked about this earlier. Um, and I wanted to kind of say that that Patton Oswalt's wife thing right. is fascinating. You know, she's a crime novelist and, a, and like a, a true crime author. And she was obsessed with this. Matter of fact, she wrote in 2011 uh, that she was, it was, uh, it was, it was unhealthy how much she was obsessed with this. And we see this, by the way, in a lot of these cases, Jim, where the detectives, it takes their life over. Yeah. Uh, they become so ingrained, it becomes part of them, and it did it to her. And, you know, Patton wrote uh, in a quick excerpt, I believe, on Twitter, said, I think you got him, honey, or baby, or something like that. But then I read this morning on The Monsters an excerpt ah. of that book of how she thinks, you know, the paragraph of how she thought it was going to go down. And, Jim, it is, eerie to read because basically she like an author she says you're going to be basically sitting in your house one day and you're not going to know it and you're going to hear the walk the footsteps up to your door 
you're going to knock on the door, and when you open it, you're going to gulp real hard, and that's how you will end. And basically, Ooh. that's how it happened. She wrote that in a book, and in a book that was published posthumously by her husband, uh, the incredibly yeah. funny Pat Oswald. Right, so we're also going to talk about the uh, NFL draft and the last hour of. Oh, by the way, we're having a talk show host from Ireland uh, coming in. He does exactly what we do over in Ireland. His name is Niall Boylan. Ah, yeah, I know him well. Uh, oh, yeah, I think I'm yeah, thinking about them all the time, you know. They get crazy over there in Dublin. You know, the funny thing is, if you read his Twitter account, it's pretty tame and stuff. And yeah. then we have, uh, we're, we're going to have David Blaine in studio for the final hour. Get out of here. No, I'm serious. No way. Have him do, please, just have him do the card and the bottle trick. I, you might say, look, I don't do that anymore, you know, beyond that. Just uh, somehow he puts a playing card. He takes a playing card. He's got it in his hand. He's got a bottle in the oh other hand. God. Boom. No, I'm not kidding you. And the next second, that card is inside the bottle, Mo. I'm telling you right now, it'll blow your mind. He's one of my favorites. What's he doing? And he's adorable. He's in town for what reason? So, um, oddly enough, uh, he's doing a promo tour for this show he has coming up at the Dr. Phillips Center, June 11th, I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Phillips. DrPhillipsCenter.org for tickets, and he's doing the promo package. But we're oddly called last week. I don't know if you heard the show. But it, it, this is how it went down. He calls the show, does this interview. We have a great interview with him. About ten minutes in, Jim, he drops the f bomb. Oh, And we dump it, and then just kind of lose our mind on him a little bit, and kind of say, "You know, come on, Blaine, what are you doing? You know, I gotta make it. You know, You're right. And, you know, right. And he starts laughing and apologizing, like. So turns out he had such a good time on the uh, during the interview. His publicist called us right after the show and said, "Hey, look, David really feels bad about doing that. He's going to be in town next week. Do you mind if he, he wants to drop by and, and you know make it good?" Very cool. And and I thought it was kind of a joke. Turns out he's coming into the show tomorrow at six o'clock or so. And and you know and that you can help me out here because I'm I don't have the experience you do. Is it unprofessional to ask him to do tricks? No, I don't think or, so at all. So, dude, you're a magician. I mean, you're here. You got to do it. You got to do a trick. I mean, you can't just come in and just come on. Well, he has to be prepared for that. You can't just spring it on him. Well, well you say oh. you got to prove to me you're a magician. You got to do a trick. I mean, you got to do something. I mean, if Bradshaw was here, you could have have Bradshaw disappear. <laughs> but, oh my god! But from your mouth to God's ears. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. Have a deck of cards or something. Here's a deck of cards. Do something. I mean. But, no, he has to have well, a special deck. You can't just do a regular deck out of, you know, your pocket. What are you talking about? Nope. What a special deck. You need a special deck of I cards. I don't think they need a special yeah, deck. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, maybe. I don't know. Isn't that kind of like having a comedian in and then asking them to tell Go jokes? Go ahead. No, that laugh, doesn't work you. that way because comedians, yeah. it's my experience, It doesn't. you don't have to say anything to a comedian because they're always trying to do their bit. Yeah, they're always the, trying to be funny. The worst interviews, I at least as far as. I believe the worst interviews in the world are comedians. They're always on. Thank you. They can't sit there and be serious. You can't say how how did you become a comedian? I mean, what went into your child? They're the they're the worst. They're they in my experience, they're the worst. I think well, Blaine will, will be good. I will tell you that you know on the Monster Show for years we've had a thing we've had this relationship with the Improv and, right. and the Improv tells them before they come in, don't do your bits, just talk to us and hang out. So when David comes in tomorrow, now his publicist already told me. That if he comes in, more than likely he's going to bring a deck of cards and sure. blow your mind. But I think that how I'm going to play it is, I'm just going to be thankful he's there and what he decides to do to make his visit special 
he decides to do. Oh, no, do come you, on. Well, you Take... have to figure out if you believe in magic. You know, some people mm. are always doubting oh. Thomas's. They always say, I know how you did that. And, you know, you're always going to try well, to throw shade. Uh, it depends you know, you on gotta, how you handle you it. you got to grab the bull by the horns. I mean, this is David Blaine. So, you know, glad you're here. Come on, let's start doing some stuff. Yeah, otherwise, all of a sudden, an hour is going to be over with you. You're going to know everything about his childhood, and he never did a trick. That's the ringmaster in you talking, buddy. You got to just say, "Hey, you're in you're in my space now, buddy. Let's let's get let's get it on." Let's get... That's <laughs> creepy. Don't that, say that. That didn't that didn't sound right. Nope, that's all creepy. Right. Now, don't say I that. Retract that statement. Do not use that statement tomorrow. But you know, get him to do a trick. I'm going to let you go. We'll be listening tomorrow. All right, buddy. Thank you. Got it. All right. Jim Colbert show tomorrow. David Blaine. Mm. <laughs> Where are we getting these phones? I don't know. No, he's got I the just, crappiest um, phone I've ever heard in my life. It sounds like a little. No, tight everybody's got a crappy tongue. phone. Yeah, there, well, there are no professor. good phone connections. The five minute nope. professor. Everybody. Terrible phone. Mm-mm. Terrible phone. I love your program. I've been listening to Frank for years. Even the callers when they play a game, it, they're sounding like crunkle and crackle and what. I, I don't. I. I really. I. I do not understand it. We can put a man on the moon. Go ahead, say it. No, we can put a man on the moon. He could talk to Jim Lovell. Yeah. You know, circling around. Station. You know, you know, he's took us, you know, in a spacecraft uh, going around the moon, and a better transmission than you get with cell phones. The guy's uh, five blocks away. Uh, oh. Anyway, Jim Colbert show tomorrow between three and seven. David Blaine, magician. David Blaine will be his guest. Wow. I think he'll come in out of the fog. Into the <laughs> studio. You know what would be cool. Go They're on. just doing their program, right? They're just talking all, and there's Blaine sitting in a chair. Uh-huh. Didn't see him come through a door. Didn't come through the ceiling. Watch. He's just, you know, <laughs> Did he's you talking to Deb or he's talking to whatever, and all of a sudden he looks over, and there's Blaine sitting there in the chair. David Blaine has always kind of looked like he could be Jeff Goldblum's relative to me. I don't. I, I mean, yeah, it's a they're both kind of like mysterious, you know? They got those like sultry eyes. Oh, listen, look to out! Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that, though. Sleepy eyes. He's got bedroom eyes. All right, let's just stop this conversation right now. All right, that's creepy. First you said the other thing, now this. All right. And James Lovell, just so you know, is alive. He is 90 years old, bless his heart. The astronaut? Nice. Yeah. David Blaine's good to see in the studio. Has anybody ever told you you have bedroom eyes? I'm sure that he has been told me. (laughs) They're sultry, but sweet. Let me take a little (laughs) break. When we come back, we're going to start So You Want to Win It. We'll clear the lines. (laughs) And we'll get this underway. Mr. Pinkman and Mr. Fritz will be your lifelines today. Maybe even Mo, because we have no Eddie the Shaman. Yeah, you want to be a lifeline? Be a lifeline. Yeah, because I'd love that. Sure, sure, sure. You got winners, then people have to take down information. So, yeah, you got three lifelines today to work with. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... Well, it's three o'clock in the morning, y'all. Oh, and I'm buying my time. I want you to give me two more, Mr. Waiter, because you know I got a, I got a whole lot on my mind. I'm going back to Louisiana to that girl. Love me like you do Back to Louisiana To the 
Delbert McClinton, Texas boy, 77 years old. That is correct. Time flies while you're having fun. Hmm? Think about playing the bump. The coming bump? Out, coming out of the next uh, mm-hmm. next break. Ooh. <laughs> Not the bump. That was a dance. Yeah, Very popular dance. Exactly. At the clubs. You know what I'm saying? saying? I do. Discotex. Yeah. At the discos, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not referring to any... Thing in particular, other than the dance. Oh, that correct? kind of bump. Oh no no oh, no! Oh, no, that no. kind of bump. No, you kind of jump and hip. You put your hip into somebody else. I'm dragging. Need a little bump, bro. No, not that kind of bump. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, couple of bumps, bro. Pick a brother up, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on. It's not that kind of thing. Says you. Yeah. You didn't go to the right disco. Nope. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sat on your hair pick and had to go home. <laughs> right, let's get So You Want to Win underway. And by the way, what are some of the prizes for So You Want to Win? I have a copy of Claws, the complete first season on DVD set in South Florida nail salon. Claws is a wickedly funny, dark drama. I also have a pair of tickets to see the Orlando Pride take on the Seattle Rain. That's um, this weekend, April 28th. Tickets are on sale now. Visit realradio.fm, keyword tickets. I also have a four-pack of tickets to local brews, local grooves. That's at House of Blues, Saturday, April 28th. Also visit realradio.fm, keyword tickets, and a pair of tickets to see Striper at the House of Blues. That's September 13th. By the way, don't forget, uh, Orlando City takes on Colorado this Sunday. Coverage on Real Radio begins at 3.30. Hello, Kathy. Ready to play? I am. All right, Kathy. Here we go. True or false, Kathy. You have three lifelines, by the way. Uh, yeah, three lifelines today. Most taking part as a lifeline. Uh-huh, Eddie the Shaman's not with us today. True or false, Kathy? The current gas price is 37 cents higher than it was a year ago. Is that true or false? Um, That's true. That's true. not even a lifeline. That's your final answer. There she goes. You're absolutely correct. Good job. Round two. Brad's in the news. Here we go. Listen closely. Use your lifelines if you want to. In Texas... You go big or you go home, or in this case, go to jail. The stakes were high for Gilberto Escamilla, who was peppered by investigators, grilled by prosecutors, then sentenced to 50 years for a $1.2 million heist. He pled guilty to theft by a public servant after it was disclosed that he intercepted something intended for a juvenile center and panned them out to his customers. What? Was the contraband? Ooh, I need a lifeline. They got three of them. 
I don't know. I heard a lot of food clues in there, right. like something peppered and grilled and something. Peppers, so onions. It was, steak. you know, maybe like chicken or steak or some, some kind of meat that they went for the kids, but they took it and sold it. Or... Hello, listen. Gilberto Escamilla. Oh, oh, okay. So it's some kind of Mexican food. Uh, it's food, though. It's definitely food. He stole some food intended for kids. Yeah, it's grilled by prosecutors, right? Grilled. Uh-huh. So gonna... And peppered by investigators. So, like, tacos or something? I don't know. What did he take? Did he take, like, en- empanadas or something? I don't know. What did he have? Come on. All right. No, he had burritos. No. Oh. Um, food, right? Grilled and grilled? peppered. Yeah. You can get him chicken or uh... steak. Tortillas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that stuff called on the sizzling plate? Fajita. Fajita. That's your final answer? Yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, fajitas. Jeez, man, That's alive. It. I knew it was food. <laughs> it's hard. It was These food. are hard, Jim. I knew it was food. These are not easy. All right, here we go, no. Kathy. It's Brad's who said that. I'll provide you with a quote, then tell me who said it, all right? You yeah. have lifelines if you want them. Quote. Okay. Quote. The imagination and the creativeness that went into these shows was extraordinary. They were ahead of their time. Now, who said that? The late, great actor Vincent Price, Gene Roddenberry, the science fiction author, or Jason Alexander, who played George on Seinfeld? I'll give you the quote one more time. The imagination and the creativeness that went into these shows was extraordinary. They were ahead of their time. Vincent Price, Gene Roddenberry, Jason Alexander. I I want a lifeline, but I think I know who it is. All right. I was thinking Roddenberry about Star Trek. I'm thinking Jason Alexander about Seinfeld. I was thinking Roddenberry. Whatever, nerds. Hey. Right. Yeah, I think I, I think they're right, Roddenberry. Rod, Gene Roddenberry. That's your final answer? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Ow. Everybody's wrong. It was Vincent Price. Oh, oh damn it. No. Well, what shows was he talking about? I don't know, Mo. I'm just reading that question. Well, there's no connection to anything. Vincent That's crazy. Price. Yeah, I know. Blah. Dracula. Well, House of no, Wax. He was it Dracula. wasn't Dracula. No, he, well, whatever he was. He was some scary guy. Oh House of... Uh, House on the Hunt. House of Usher. The House oh, of yeah. Wax. House and he was in the Thriller video. Edward yes. Scissorhands. Wasn't he in the Thriller video? That Edward Scissorhands, yeah. Oh, right. Points. Thank you. Good job on that points. one. All right, hold on. There we go, Michael. Ready to play? Yes, sir. There we go. True or false, Michael. One person was treated for minor injuries and two held for questioning following a serious pillow fight last Saturday at the Ikea store on Eastgate Drive. Is that true or false? You have lifelines if you want them. Big pillow fight at the Ikea store on Eastgate Drive. Sounds true, but I'm going to use a lifeline. Please. Lifelines, what do you think? Mm, false. Yeah, and we talked false. about Ikea with Pinky and the throw pillow. I don't know. That sounds sketchy to me. One I'd person treated for minor injuries, no. two held for questioning. Uh-uh. Serious pillow of the fight last Saturday at the Ikea store on Eastgate Drive. If True I get false? a vote, I say false. I will say false. What do you I'll want? Say... What do you want? False, please. That's your final answer. That's false. Good job. All right. Nice. Round two. It's a common bond. Common bond. Tanya Harding, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Johnny Damon. What do these three people have in common? That's tough. I'll use Lifelines for sure. Lifelines. Tonya Harding, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Johnny Damon. Dancing with the Stars, I'm going to say. Nice. That's your final answer. Nice. Right. There you go. Good job, Fritz. Moving on to uh, Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. You have Lifelines as well. Some of, right. quote, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Who said that? Pope Paul II, Billy Graham, Garth Brooks. Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Um, 
it, depending on President Sal Katakori, I'm going to go with uh, the Pope, but I'll use the lifeline. Lifeline, very oh, boy. Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Pope Paul II, Billy Graham, Garth Brooks. Unanswered prayers. It does sound like it's either the Pope or Billy Graham. Right, which is why I'm going to say go Garth, with Garth Brooks. Brooks. Yeah. I could be convinced of that, but I thought Billy Graham, he just died. Well, I'm going to need an answer. Yeah. Garth Brooks. You think right. so? I'll Pinkman say Billy says Graham. Garth Brooks. Mo says Billy Graham. What about you, Fritz? Uh, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Two for Garth Brooks, one for Billy Graham. Pope Paul II, Billy Graham, or Garth Brooks, who said some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Fritz is too convincing. I'm going to go with uh, Garth Brooks. Go on, Garth Brooks. That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Nice. Good job. All right. <laughs> All right. That's the way to play it, son. Good job. Use your lifelines. Take a little break. If you're on the line for So You Want to Win, we will get to you. I promise. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio. Jennifer, ready to play, Jennifer? I am. All right, Jennifer, here we go. True or false, you have lifelines, by the way. True or false, at 244 million, Florida ranked third nationally in the number of robocalls in March. Is that true or false? At 244 million, Florida ranked third nationally in the number of robocalls in March. I think it's true, but I'm going to ask for a lifeline. Why not? <laughs> Lifelines. Uh, what do you think? That sounds right, oh doesn't it? Some yeah. about it sounds right. That's a lot, but it. I'd go true also. All right. All right. Let's That's go. your final answer. Yeah. There you go. Very good. Okay. All right. We're gonna go to a common bond here. Common bond. Here we go. Harvey, Irma, Maria. What do these three names have in common? You can get they this. Were all hurricanes. That's right. Yeah. There we go. But they killed people. But now you got to get oh, a little oh, bit. Oh, I'm not oh, going to make it that oh, easy on oh, you. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe. Oh, oh, wait. Maybe they retired those names. <laughs> That's your final answer. There you go. Yeah, very good. Retired names of hurricanes. They're not going to use those names anymore. Here we go to Brad's who said that. I'll give you a quote. Tell me who said it. All right. Quote. That's all she wrote, brah. That's all she wrote, brah. Who said that? Fritz. Eddie the Shaman or Jim Phillips? Sounds like Eddie the Shaman. I'm not helping you. It Wait. sounds like it might have been Fritz, though. Wait, say it again. That's all she wrote, brah. <laughs> That's all she wrote, brah. Fritz, Eddie the Shaman, or who? Me. Oh. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote, brah. I'm going to go Fritz, Eddie. Eddie the Shaman, Jim Phillips. I think I'm going to stick with Eddie. <laughs> You're going to stick with Eddie. That was her first. Your first instinct was Eddie. Mo, what do you think? And my first instinct's Eddie. Was Eddie? Mm. Any other opinions oh, here? Oh no 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 no. Oh. I still think it's Fritz. I don't think it's me, but that's you don't? just my opinion. You don't opinion. remember saying that? I don't remember saying wrote, anything bro. really, but. Uh. That's all she wrote, bro. 
Fred Sadie the shaman. Well, it could have been Jim trying to sound hip, too. You know, there's always that. What do you mean, sound hip? I am hip. I'm no, Mr. Hip. Not really. <laughs> you know, it could have been Jim trying to sound hip. And the hippest of... He's You're so, changing your mind now? God, really I know that's going to kill me there. Whatever, whatever you want to do. Fritz, Eddie the Shaman, or Jim Phillips? Eddie. Eddie the Shaman. That's your final yes. answer? Yes. Yeah, baby. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it could have been either Eddie or me. What do you mean? Because both of us said it at one time or another. Aha! Uh-huh. So I was right, sort of, kind of. Exactly. That's all, right. all she wrote, bro. <laughs> exactly. Now, now you said it. Now we all said it. Did you say it yet? No, I didn't say it. Oh, come on. That's all she wrote, bro. All right. Just that sounds stupid when I say it. It also sounds like something Keanu Reeves might say. Mm. Yeah. Are you saying I sound like a man? Well, oh, how rude. Oh, I was thinking. Sir, go to uh, Eric. By the way, we have a couple of lines open if you want to get in before. Uh, well, we got another half hour of this. Yeah, might as well call in. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> what do you got to lose? Have Come fun. on, bro. Call the game. In. Yeah. All right, here, Eric. Here we go. Ready to play? Yes, sir. Here we go, bro. True or false, the loofah challenge in the villages is underway. For example, a green sponge hanging from your golf cart means you're into trench coats. Is that true or false? Ah. Hmm. It's the loofah challenge. Yeah, it's lifelines. The loofah challenge at the villages. Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, we, they all hang these uh, the, these those loofahs. spongy things on the on the on the golf cart. And from what uh, I don't know if it's an urban myth, but. From what we hear, the color of the sponge or the loofah dictates uh, your sexual sexual preference. Yeah. But. Yeah. So it says, for example, a green sponge hanging from your golf cart means you're into trench coats. Didn't we say that this week? When did we say that? Yeah, we did talk about this. I think that could. Uh, I don't know if it's called the loofah challenge. That's what threw me off. But I think there is a color that means you're into trench coats. I feel like that was a joke. You do? Yeah, this oh. is classic. Yeah, don't worry about don't worry about the loofah challenge. It's just loosely the loofah challenge we in the village. Talk about that the loofah but thing. Really, yeah. for example, a green sponge or loofah yeah, hanging yeah. from your golf cart means you're into trench coats. I think that's right. I think, so, trench coats and nothing else mm, or something. No, I, I think false. I think this is classic Brad trickery with semantics. Oh, oh yeah. All right, well, I'll go true. It sounds like a trench coat no. thing. Mo to says me. true. Pinkman says false. I don't know where Fritz stands on this. He said, He's on yeah, the yeah, phone. yeah, no, no, no. What do you want to do there, uh, Eric? Hmm, I wish Dirty Jim was here. I know he's the golfer. Um, I'm going to go false. You're going to go false. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah, exactly. What was the loofah thing, then? It's No, green uh, green sponge or loofah means uh, you're a bisexual man. Oh, I knew it was something. <laughs> Nothing funny about that. I mean, whatever, you know. Whatever no, the, you're into. The loofah part is not funny. not my thing, but... You know. The loofah thing is so funny. It's that, it's that over-advertising. It's like, geez. Yeah, why, the, why the hell did anyone pick loofah of, of anything? Because you can easily hang it on the antenna or the top of your car. if it rains, it, you know, it's going to dry it's out. It's anything. not going to rot. Right. Man, that's, that's, those are actually really fantastic ideas. He forgot. And the reasons why. <laughs> yeah, see. I'm in over my head asking I'm, okay. this question. I'm, I'm out. Okay, good. Bye-bye. I, bye. I, I still don't buy into it. I think this is one of the greatest urban myths ah. s- still circulating around Florida. Really? All right, here we go to uh, Brad's in the news, Eric. Uh, common bond for you. Here you go. What do these have in common? Equifax. The NFL and Fox Entertainment Group, what do these three things have in common per CBS Money Watch? CBS Money Watch came up with this. Equifax, the NFL, Fox Entertainment Group, what do those 
three things have in common. Mm, I'm going to go right to Lifeline. I yeah, don't know. I would, too. I am going to guess Data Breach. Oh, they were hacked? No, it's not right. It's not a data okay. Uh, I'll give you a couple more shots. Ooh. All right, wait a minute. Wait, NFL and Fox. Equifax, NFL, Fox Entertainment Group. See it. Is it like mm. some gambling thing? No. They're all involved in the draft? No, no, no. no. Oh, see, I, okay. Uh, low ratings. Equifax, sad. they all sort of rate people. Equifax, no, Fox Entertainment, why they wouldn't rate people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they all Are they all owned by the same person. No. Damn it. No. Um, they all had them. sexual harassment in their some well, in their ranks. Well, they're all companies, right? Yeah. yeah. But they all have some sexual harassment problem. America's most blank company. Hated. Oh. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. America's most oh. hated companies. There you go. NF- you... NFL? Oh, yeah. God. Oh. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick and all that. Oh, that's wrong. CTE Here we go. Here's uh, Brad mm-hmm. Seuss, who said that for yeah. the uh, when Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, if we do not lead the calls for democracy, prosperity, and human rights around the world, who will? Now, who said that? FDR, Franklin Del- Delano Roosevelt, Mike Pompeo, the new Secretary of State, or Madeleine Albright, the former Secretary of State. Quote again. If we do not lead the calls for democracy, prosperity, and human rights around the world, who will? FDR, Mike Pompeo, Madeline Albright. I, your... I'll say FDR, but I think I'm going to go right to Lifeline. Lifelines now. again. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, she just came out with a book. Who? Uh, Madeline, Albright, Madeline Albright, the only woman in the list. Mm. Um, and she was talking about fascism and all that stuff, and... That sounds like something down the road that she would go. I I don't know. But these all aren't necessarily like recent quotes. Current things. Yeah, I know. But I'm going to go with Madeline Albright. We do not lead the calls for democracy, oh, well, then FDR, prosperity, and doing. human rights around the world. Who will? Madeline Albright. Oh, you're giving that FDR voice? I'm just <laughs> reading it. No, you gave the FDR voice. That, that haughty Hyde Park voice that you had. <laughs> yeah, you did. What do you want to do? I'm going to go with Madeline Albright. What do you want, Mo? What do you think? That's what I said with their book on fascism uh, and stuff. I think Madeline Albright. All right, they say Madeline Albright. What oh do you boy. want to do here, Eric? Oh, God. FDR. Mike with them. Okay, here oh, we go. Come on. God damn it. No, it's Mike Pompeo. Oh, my oh. God. What a twist. It's just my Mike Pompeo impression. That wasn't a Mike Pompeo. Oh, now oh, I, I think it was it. dead on. Now I hear it. That we was do that again? Haughty Hyde Park. Though. And we do not lead... <laughs> See what I mean? That's not it. If we do not lead the calls for democracy, prosperity, and human rights around the world, who will? All right, I hear That's it That's Mike Pompeo. Sign here. Nope. <laughs> Telling you right now. Mm. All right, if you're on the line, we'll get to you, I promise. It's the yeah. Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Latest headlines. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. One Texas town is holding a .5K next month instead of a 5K. It's for fellow underachievers and it amounts to 1,640 feet. Finally there's an athletic event Big Daddy can get behind. Elon Musk has revealed his next project. It's a cyborg dragon. Speculation has been growing online as to whether or not his flamethrower invention would be incorporated into the new project. Is there anything he can't do? Lastly, a Canadian senator has quit the independent senators group. As an independent he says he doesn't need no stinking group to run around with. Good for you dude. Do you. 
Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Download it now in your app store and take the Philips file with you wherever you go. And transmission. Orlando City travels to Commerce City to battle it out with the Colorado Rapids this Sunday. Coverage begins at 3.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. From... You are listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio! 104.1 Oh yeah. That's a good drive home music for you. That's a toe tapper, yeah. yeah. Tell you what. What'd you say? My earphones are down. Tell you what? Tell you mm-hmm. what. I tell you what. 
right, let's get some winners around here, all right? For So you want to win it. Oh, David, yeah. ready to play? Yeah, I am. All right, sir. David, come on. You held on for a long time, so let's get this done, all right, son? True or false, about 1.8 <laughs> about 1.8 million years ago, history gave rise to Homo erectus. Is that true or false? Also known as upright man, about 1.8 million years ago, history gave 1. rise 8. to Homo erectus. You have lifelines if you want them. False. False. All right. That's your final answer? Yes. I'm sorry. That's uh, true. No. Moving right on to Sean. Sean, true or false? Country star Brad Jackson said he was disappointed losing out to Jason Aldean at the CMA Awards, but acknowledged that it was his time. Is that true or false? I think I know the answer, but I'll take a lifeline. I'll take a lifeline. Okay, one more time. Country star Brad Jackson said he was disappointed losing out to Jason Aldean at the CMA Awards, Country Music Association Awards. True or false? I think that's true. Did he say he was disappointed? Um, Country star Brad Jackson yeah. said he was disappointed, mm. losing out to Jason Aldean at the CMA Awards. Well, everybody lost out to Jason Aldean because I think he won, right? right? I mean, that was a big, you I, know. I, I don't think Brad Jackson's a real country singer. Oh, it could be Brad someone else or someone else Jackson. Maybe that's a fake name. So what do you want to do here? Oh, I see. True or false? Brad Jackson. I'm not a country person, but that doesn't sound like a real person. Oh, it most certainly sounds like a real person, though. Come on. Well, it sounds like a real person. The question is whether is it's it a, a real person. country I person. I don't, I don't I have the answer. I'm not no, I don't think away. that there was anybody in the so, running. Uh, false? false. We'll say false. false. That's your final answer? Real. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. False, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, here we go. Round uh, two. It's common bond. I'm picking out the common bonds today. Okay. The common bond. What do these things have in common? The shape of you, one dance, and closer. What do these three things have in common the shape of you one dance and and closer what do these three things have in common i believe it's an actor but i'll take a lifeline no you know we're close the with shape that of you is an ed sheeran, ed sheeran song. Song. yeah there's one dance is by uh, drake yeah. the shape of you one dance and closer what do these yeah. three Good things day. have in common are and Were I they the last songs of the year or something? Smokers. What's that? Were they the la- songs of the year or something? The top no. of top of the charts. No, no. Were they bottom of the charts? Digital <laughs> downloads. Are you getting oh the top songs people don't want to hear anymore? No, Fritz was closer, I think. What'd you say? I said oh. digital downloads, but maybe like Billboard. Uh, no, try to uh, go with what wait. you just said. Most iTunes no, downloads. That's good. Um, no. Spotify. Spotify uh, what? The uh, most streamed songs. Streamed. That's your that's final answer. There you go. All right, Fritz got oh, it. Okay, yeah. good job, Fritz. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go to uh, Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Multiple choice. Tell me who said it. You have lifelines. Here we go. Quote, I'm semi-retired, too, and I and I am actually retired. Huh? Wait a minute. It says, I'm semi-retired, too, and I'm actually retired, so I would love to see you, ladies. I have no idea. Stop I've never heard that. that. That's, no, that's just what, silly. Well, that's, what it, that's the quote. I'm semi-retired, too. And I am actually retired, so I would love to see you, ladies. Who said that? Cameron Diaz, Hugh Hefner, Mark Quinn. <laughs> Quinn? Uh, I'm leaning toward Hugh Hefner, but I'd like a lifeline. Yeah, what do you think, people? We have Hugh Hefner, Mark Quinn, and who is the other First one? First one? Cameron Diaz. I am semi-retired, too, and I am actually retired. So I would love to see you, ladies. That sentence makes no sense whatsoever, it's but that's what I have. We Cameron Diaz. You think? 
I'm going to say know. Hugh Hefner. I have no idea. No, me neither. Well, take a take a shot. Hugh Hefner. All right, split decision. What do you want to do, Mo? Mark Quinn, Hugh Hefner, Cameron Diaz. Uh, nice um, guy. Maybe Hugh Hefner. I'll go with Hugh Hefner. They say Hugh Hefner, and then one one Cameron Diaz. Is that right? I'll give you. I'll give yes. you some help. It's not Mark Quinn. Uh, yeah. So it's that. either Hugh Hefner or Cameron Diaz. What would you like to do there, uh, Sean? Who is it, Sean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Pinkman hates me because I got four cards from him. But no, I don't oh! hate you. Yeah. You're just inflating your self-importance. Well, I need an answer. Damn. Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Cameron Diaz. That's oh, your final answer? Yeah, baby! Oh, yeah, yeah. Cameron Diaz, good job. Told you, bro. All right. Nice. I have oh, no yeah. idea what that sentence means. No. I'm semi-retired, too, and I am actually retired, so I would love to see you, ladies. I have... Sorry. Not a clue. Not not any idea whatsoever. All right, hold on for a minute. Here is uh, John, ready to play? Yes, sir. Here we go, John. True or false? What's that? He's right. We have one prize left, well, sir. Yeah, they play for the for the glory yeah. of the honor. I want my pencil. Oh, we always <laughs> say a pencil, yeah. All right, well, I'll try to get you a pencil. Face, uh, true or false? Facebook made $14 billion in advertising revenue last year, second only to Google when it comes to its share of the global digital advertising market. Is that true or false? Facebook made $14 billion in advertising revenue last year, second only to Google. I think I heard this headline this morning. I think it's true. Want a lifeline just to back you up? Sure. What do you think? Uh, it's true. Sounds low to me. Mo thinks so it's low. False. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mo's, Mo's got an inkling it might be false. Because I think that might not be enough. What do you think, Pinkman? Uh, no, nothing's ever enough with you. False. <laughs> false. Pinkman is agreeing with Mo. False. Two false, one true. Facebook made $14 billion in advertising revenue last year. True or false? Come on, John. I may lose my pencil, but i got to go with my gut. And? I'm going to say that's true. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. It's false. (laughs) No pencil for you. Dag nabbit. Sorry, no pencil. What does it say underneath? Does it give you any details? Sometimes it gives details. Yeah, the uh, revenue is $40 billion. Oh, see? Too low. Yeah, there you go. Too low. Kevin, ready Too to go? Too low. Yes, sir. There you go, Kevin. True or false? Last year, the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office issued 182,223 patents and registered 127,794 trademarks. Is that true or false? Uh, that seems low. I'm going to go false. You're going to go false. That's your final answer? Yes. Sorry, it's true. Oh, for Pete's sake. Oh, I'm telling man. you right now. It seemed true, too, because yeah. it was so precise. Specific, and exa- right. Uh-huh. I know. Well, hold on a minute. Where am I here? What's, What's the matter? I'm trying to read this thing. Oh, all right. Beth, you ready to play? Mm-hmm. Beth. I don't think you have her selected. All right, hold on. Whoops. Beth, oh, you there? You Beth. Yep, I'm here. All right, Beth, here we go. True or false? Per the yep. Recording Industry Association of America... There were only 29 million CD sales in 2016, the latest year available. True or false? Do that that one again. You got it. Per the Recording Industry Association of America, there were only 29 million CD sales in 2016, the latest year available. 
Use your lifeline. Oh, oh man. Okay, come on, boys. Animal. Uh, come on, Mo. Help me here. I'm going to try. I think $29 million is a little low, but at the same time, I'm going to say true. But it's 2016, don't forget. Yeah, but $29 million, yeah. For the Recording Industry Association of America, there were only $29 million CD sales in 2016. Yeah, people are going to digital downloads and stuff. Maybe they don't sell CDs so much anymore. True or false? That is a really low number, though. I think that's... True or false? What do you want to do? What do y'all say? uh, I think that's right. Both says it's true. But Fritz says false. It's too low. What do you think, No, Peyton? I said true, but I, al- I also think it's low. Well, which is it? I think it's true. He, he's true with a caveat. I'll, yeah. I'll go against the uh, flock here and say false. Two false, one true. What do you want to do, Beth? Oh, jeez. Okay, let's go false. You're going false. That's your final yeah. answer? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. 99 oh, yeah. million. Oh, see. Common bond. Listen up. Finland, Norway, Denmark. What do these three countries have in common? Finland, Norway, Denmark. And don't say Scandinavia. Mm. No. <laughs> I'm thinking, um, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Finland, oh boy. Norway, and Denmark. What do these three companies oh, have Lord. in common? Countries. Countries, Countries excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Countries have in they common. They have mostly blonde people? No, no. No. Um, let's Ikea see. Ikea furniture. Oh. No. No. They... Schnergenbergen. Uh, yeah, very uh, Schnergenbergen there. Schmergenbergen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you knew, well, you can make as many jokes as you want. But if you, you know, if you were from, no, I'm trying to think what these three would even have in common. Well, what I'm trying to say is, if you had a Danish, American, or Danish English dictionary, you would know the definition of Schmergenbergen, and you know can the we answer. Help you? Of oh, course. See, of. All three of these countries are very Schmergenbergen. Are they very literate countries? Are they countries that were neutral in the war? Are they countries that uh, provide one year of maternity leave? Are they? Are they? I don't know. It's something with that. I don't it's know. Be something with the maternity, uh, with the pregnancy, dancing, driving. <laughs> They're, they're the they happiest sing. countries. Oh, they're happy. Answer. There you go. Happiest countries happy. in the world. Oh, yeah. I put on my happy face. That's, yeah, he was. Is that what that was? That was thing by try. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's the only thing I can do. Try. All Here's right. the quote. Uh, Beth, tell me uh, who said it, all right? Okay, All right, here we go. Quote, we have always had a respect and an appreciation for each other, but I believe coming together to work for a common goal of having success. Who said that? Donald Trump? Phil Mickelson, the golfer, or Paul Ryan, the former Speaker of the House, or the outgoing Speaker of the House. I'll give you the quote one more time. We've always had a respect and an appreciation for each other, but I believe coming together to work for a common goal of having success. Hmm. Donald Trump, Phil Mickelson, Paul Ryan. As bad as I hate to say it, I, I hope it's not Trump, but... Come on, y'all help me. Yeah, I think you might be right. You know, it sounds like a a, a cockeyed sentence that sounds like something he would do. Yeah. You know what I mean? He had that Denver, you know, the other night with France. Mm-hmm. Denver with France. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, everybody? Help Beth out. I'm going to go with Phil Mickelson. All right, now we have a split decision. Paul Ryan. Now we have a really split decision. Oh, Lord, have mercy on my split. soul. Yeah, well, now you got to pick there, uh, darling. All right. Donald Trump, Phil Mickelson, Paul Ryan. You ain't going to cut me one not to go with. 
you do everybody else. Come on, give Beth a chance. <laughs> oh, see? That's a good I'll give you, yeah, it's not Paul Ryan. Oh, okay. uh, Beth, I think you've won more in the history of this station than anyone else. Yeah, Beth. <laughs> yeah, but I never take any prizes, so I love just to play it. just to play. So it's um, Donald Trump or Phil Mickelson. Tell me one more time, what was the saying? Oh, God. Oh, God, you love me. All right. Yes, we have always, quote, does. we have always had a respect and an appreciation for each other, but I believe coming together to work for a common goal of having success. Donald Trump or Phil Mickelson? I think Phil Mickelson would be smarter than that. I think it's Trump. I think it's Trump. You're going Trump. That's your final answer? Yeah. I'm sorry. No! Phil Mickelson. Oh, what is he talking yeah. about coming together with respect? Probably with, you know, the Ryder Cup team or yeah. something like that. Arnold Palmer. You know? Whatever. I got one more to go. Damn it. All right, oh, Gene, boy. ready to play? Sorry, Beth. Yes, sir. All right, Gene, you're last to play, so listen closely. True or false, about 42% of Americans have less than $10,000 saved for when they retire. Ah! Is that true or false? True. True, he says, right That's off the bat. Good job, buddy. Round two. Uh, let's see what I got here. All right, listen closely. Uh, Dateline Panama City. Eight, no, I'm not going to do that one. Uh, we'll go to number four. Nose jobs, collagen lips, and forehead reductions. These nip-tuck surgery fads have gone beyond Hollywood. And now perky celebs such as Kendall Jenner, yeah. Bella, what's her name? Hadid, 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 and even Jennifer Aniston stick out by inspiring people to get surgery to enhance a certain look, as if someone flipped the switch. What are women having done? What are they having done? The latest, oh boy, the latest surgery, plastic surgery, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a clue. What do you mean flipped the switch? Yeah, Is flip. it the booty, booty implants? Or I something? thought booty. No. Who are the three? Thumbs. Gigi Hadid. Who else? Bella Hadid, Bella Hadid, Kendall Jenner, and Jennifer Aniston stick out by inspiring people to get surgery to enhance a certain look. Uh, nose. No. Uh, up hands. Maybe. No. Hands. Is, toes. No. <laughs> hands. Is it ears? No. If we keep yeah. saying body Let's parts, we'll get it. Yeah. Lips. Chin. Is it some boobage thing? Cheeks. Brow. Close. Close Is to it, boobage? It's... Part Ribs. of your boobage? Is it your a chest Say it. protrusion? Oh. There you go, nipple. Yeah. Okay, here we go. All you have to do is cut the ends <laughs> off lemons. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Here's Brad who said that. Tell me who said this. Uh, I am so blessed.